thing, it's Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country. Kind and decent people. People who really care about what's true. And a bunch of hilarious We're your hosts, Leah and Michelle. Coming up today, we've got quite a, a few, um, I don't know, sensational stories. So Fox has committed complete suicide, yeah. getting rid of Tucker Carlson. It is. So it, the question yeah. is going to be, where does he go? How can he move forward? Was he fired? You know, all of, everybody's got questions. But he we did got, come out with a video. We have the lowdown for you. We tonight. got the lowdown. Megan Megan Kelly is coming out with the lowdown. So Leah, what's this autistic TV character? Uh, yeah, yeah. So there's a uh, just a regular TV show out there. You've seen this actor, and I really like how they portrayed the fact that an autistic kid doesn't understand transgender. Oh so wow! Have a clip for you there. That's yeah. awesome. And then what's going on with Schumer and AOC? They called for Tucker to be ousted, and Murdoch fired him. You know, and it's like all these strings that can be pulled, they're all connected, BlackRock and all of this. It's like, it's, oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to mainstream media news deceive. We'll be right back with that and so much more after these messages. Don't go anywhere. So breaking news. Michelle and Leah in the past two days have almost both broken their tailbones. Uh, coming into tonight's show, I was going to take some apples and, and tomatoes out to family members that were, you know, out to visit the piggies. And I had two dogs on leashes, got wrapped around my foot, fell in the bushes. This was literally like eight minutes so ago. I, she, I'm, I'm screaming for Leah. on my TV face. <laughs> and I can't hear, I didn't know she was yelling for me, but I did hear a dog barking because the two dogs she was taking out on leash they are have, out on leash because they like chickens. They like them. They love them. They love them. They love them. <laughs> so, so note number one, note to self, don't go out with dogs on leash and let one wrap around your foot right before you're yeah. going to go live, right? Mm -hmm. Around my leg. But I landed, I broke the bush. <laughs> I broke a big branch off the bush, actually. <laughs> and I'm in my hair. Look at this. this it I, wasn't this fuzzy a minute ago. Like, I'm pulling my hair out of really the bush. It's really not funny because I came down and her hair is it in. It is, like, it's in. The, it's, I was stuck in the bush. That's like, why I was calling for you. Like, I've got two dogs. I'm still trying to hold the dogs. I probably have, I think I just felt a piece of bush in my hair. I did. Look at this. I have the bush still in my hair that I'm pulling out of 
because this, so live, this is the kind of thing, oh, I've got so much of this bush in my hair. This is the kind of thing you don't get on Fox News. No. You know, they're not going to pull stuff out of their hair for you live on air. They're not going to tell you about chickens and dogs and piglets and whatnot. You know, maybe, maybe Fox News would have more viewers if they had more people like Michelle that's, that are just honest. Well, here's the thing. If I was really, you know, into it, I would have rushed out with my camera and took a picture before I helped you. you. Exactly. And then we could have shown everybody. You know, if you're going to fall in the bush, you might as well have a picture of it. I've had to call for you twice in the past few days. Um, and I don't know what it is, but I keep calling you by your first and middle name. Leave when it. I'm yelling, Leave it. That's Leave it. It's like, it's at, like guttural, you're, you're like, like asking you know. for God as well. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, anyone help. I, uh, yesterday was <gasps> watching some dogs and they were running around having a very good time. And I had an out of body experience. Uh, I know now. <laughs> no, I, no, 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 no. I levitated. Why do we think the same thing? I was literally going to say. I now know what it's like to levitate. I don't know. Why was it? Maybe because we're like the same person. I did. I, I now know what it's like to levitate. So uh, one dog came right behind me, kicked both feet up in the air. And I remember thinking mm. I'm off of the ground. And I'm like, what can I do? You know, what can, what can I do? Well, there was nothing to do because boom, down on the left Gravity. side of my tailbone. Yeah. This morning I'm going out in my, uh, it, it just rained. Our bridges are a little slick when it rains with our muck boots. And I know this and I try to be really careful. I'm crossing the bridge and I just, the feet went out from under me. It was a different kind of, I know how to fall very well, like that way. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know how to fall when your feet, both feet go up in the air, like a slipping. There's no way to fix that fall. Right. There's no way. Like right. if you try to reach down your hands, you're gonna break a wrist. Right. Better to let the brunt of the yeah slipping, padding take it. I can use take the slipping. Blow. I've I've kind of mastered that, mm. even though it hurt pretty bad. You are a master at slipping. So now both sides of my tailbone are equally weighing out. So like when I walk, it's like oh, it's not just one side I'm favoring. It's good. It's good. So I don't favor either side. It's both ow ow. So I know that you guys came and tuned in just for this. I know. Uh, breaking news. Breaking. But thank news. God we didn't break anything. No, but right. but cried but, a little. But bit. Fox News has because broken. my cousins were watching from the pig pen, going, "Oh, I didn't know what happened." Because Fox News has broke, and I'm sorry about this. We could continue on. You mm. want to hug here? Mm. This is we, okay. I'm we, still in shock. Okay, chin, get to chin yeah, up. We got to go through. We got to get through it. Got to muster through. Pulling myself up by my bootstraps, AOC. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. So, we Fox News has literally shot themselves in both feet. I don't know why they've done this. We're going to maybe break it down to see why they've done this. But Tucker Carlson's last show was fr last Friday. Tonight. Like, a week ago today. A week ago today. He, his last segment he had on the Hero Pizza driver. Yeah. And he had him bring pizza from Pennsylvania. And, and I, think he had, I think he had a pizza party. A going away pizza party. But he didn't even know it. Yeah. Because on Monday, his staff had people booked, the show ready to go. Tucker Carlson was locked out of his email, surprised, and said, you're not going on tonight. You're not going on ever again. But here's the thing. And we just found out. We thought he was fired. No, no, no. You're still in contract, meaning you're still ours. You just can't speak. Word on the street is Word that they the want street. him stuck in that contract till 2024 because he is the only guy in the news media. That just has on good voices, whether it's Jimmy Dore on the left or Glenn Greenwald or Robert Kennedy Jr. or 
just random hero pizza guy, guy drivers or uh, people who are coming out to, to tell us what's going on in the inside baseball with getting Kevin McCarthy and his speaker. You got Matt Gates coming on. You've got all the outsiders are on the inside with Tucker. And so, and they want to keep all the outsiders on the outside. On the one hand, I do feel sorry for Tucker in this, and I'm hoping that his lawyers can help him get out of this contract and this kind of gag order. Mm-hmm. That being said, I have an issue with anybody. If you're going to sign a contract, it's a contract for a reason. You mm-hmm. read it. You knew it. You uh, like you could have gotten out of that contract before. Tucker's been with Fox News for what seven years now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was. It's kind of like these exclusivity contracts for churches where mm-hmm. a pastor will sign this contract that says, if if I want to leave the church at any time, I right. can't minister in a certain amount of like miles. I'm thinking yeah. to myself, you're dumb. That's not a ministry. Any church that would say you can't preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, you shouldn't be at that church. Right. And the same thing with these news media outlets. If you're going to sign a contract, you signed the contract. My question would be, are they trying to make the contract say something that it doesn't? Yeah, they're they're negotiating the contract, so we'll see where that goes. But Tucker did come out with the video, and he, uh, I think it was Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday night. It's, it's fantastic. But I want to play. I think my first video here is um, Glenn Beck. Love Glenn. He thinks that Tucker was focusing too much on God. And so I want to play Glenn Beck's breakdown. Not that Glenn thinks that he would be that too much on God for Fox News' yeah. taste. Got it. All right, let's listen to Glenn. He gave a speech last week, last Friday. And Friday apparently is the night that they made the decision. And he gave a speech for the 50th anniversary of the Heritage Foundation. And he said this. It's completely obvious. And I think two things. One... We should say that and stop engaging in these totally fraudulent debates where we are using the terms that we used in 1991 when I started at Heritage as if maybe, you know, I could just win the debate if I marshaled more facts. I've tried that, doesn't work. And two, maybe we should all take just like 10 minutes a day to say a prayer about it. I'm serious, like why not? And I'm saying that to you, not as some kind of evangelist. I'm literally saying that to you as an Episcopalian, the Samaritans of our time. I'm coming to you from the most humble and lowly theological position you can. I'm literally an Episcopalian, okay? And even I have concluded it might be worth taking just 10 minutes out of your busy schedule to say a prayer for the future. And I hope you will. Okay, now let me give you some context on this. He was talking about the difference of good and evil and, you know, marshalling, you know, facts to fight things like CRT and uh, DEI, et cetera, et cetera. Now, Rupert's son, Rupert Murdoch's son, uh, is the one that made the decision to fire Carlson along with Suzanne Scott. This is... this is something that bothers Rupert deeply, deeply bothers him. Uh, I was told not to use the word God on the air anymore. And I was like, wow, um, okay. And they're like, uh, you know, you got to stop using it. And three months go by and he comes back and he says, do you know how many times did you, do you not remember when I said, don't talk about God all the time? And I said, yes. And he said, um, 
Do you know how many times you've said God on the air since that? I looked at him and I kind of laughed and I said, you counted? And he said, I can't remember the number, but it was like 91 times. I'm like, huh? Now stop it. Okay, well, I didn't. But that really bothered them. That really bothered them. Rupert doesn't like that. There was a, a dinner um, uh, with Rupert and his ex-fiance a couple of months ago. Carlson was at the dinner. This is according to a source. And, you know, this is Vanity Fair, so what do you know? Um, they, they reported that Murdoch and Smith called off their two-week engagement because Smith had told Tucker Carlson he was a messenger from God. Murdoch had seen Carlson and Smith discuss religion firsthand. In March, Carlson had dinner at Murdoch's Bel Air Vineyard with Murdoch and Smith, according to the source. During dinner, Smith pulled out a Bible and started reading passages from the book of Exodus. Rupert just stood there and stared, said the source. A few days after the dinner, Murdoch and Smith called off the wedding. By taking Carlson off the air, Murdoch is also taking away his ex's favorite show. Uh, mm. I think there is something to that. You know, the Bible does make it very clear that there that there are people that, to them, when you speak God and good, it is evil to them. It hurts them. Like, it hurts them. Yeah, so uh, Murdoch's family, sons and, and daughters, I guess, are getting ready to take over Fox News. They want to make it just... Just the bland militos, just kind of just oatmeal, just plain oatmeal. They want to force feed Americans this conservative ink where you kind of get a little outrage at the left, but everything's okay. And basically, the Democrats run everything. Okay. Um, I want to also play Megyn Kelly's video here coming up next because she, on her show, I think she's like, I think I'm breaking something. He's not actually fired. Can we roll this clip? And um, have a lot of thoughts about it. I want to, I think, break some news for you. Tucker Carlson hasn't actually been fired. <laughs> He's still an employee of the Fox News Channel. What happened was Suzanne Scott called him, she's the CEO, on Monday morning and said um, he was not going to be allowed to do any more shows and that he had been kicked out of his company email. And now they're going to have to negotiate an exit. Um, some reporting to me uh, suggests that she said it's going to be an amicable parting, right? Isn't it? <laughs> um, completely catching Tucker off guard. But Tucker's not fired. That's my information, that he still needs to negotiate the exit and that right now he's not free to launch a podcast or a digital show or negotiate with other employers at all because he's still under contract. They pulled his show off the air. They also fired his executive producer, Justin Wells. And though he tried to find out why, they wouldn't tell him. They refused to tell him why. I mean, to me, that's just so disheartening. He's been at the, at the company for years. He'd been in the prime time for seven years and saw Fox News through one of the most difficult times in its history the immediate era post Roger Ailes, where they didn't know left from right. They didn't know up from down. They really didn't have strong management leading the company. And they had lost two of their biggest stars, Bill O'Reilly and me, 
um, at least at that time. So Tucker takes over. It's a huge order, you know, that he was given, and he did it. He smashed the ball out of the park, and he took a lot of risks. And he was heterodox. He was he pushed against the orthodoxy on so many different things. And typically, Fox News liked that. So why, why now? What was it that led them to treat their number one star with such disdain? I mean, dripping disdain to the point where he can no longer access his email. He doesn't get to tell his own team. He doesn't get to say goodbye. I mean, it's absolutely disrespectful to him. And unlike Don Lemon, he hadn't been immersed in controversy after controversy inside the building against his own colleagues. Yes, the leftist media had been coming after him repeatedly. And in the case of Dominion, to some extent, lawyers, though he wasn't their primary focus. So what was it? What would make your own company turn against you like that? I honestly, so she brought up the deal with um, the settlement with Dominion, and I think it might have something to do with that. I think that there was, there must have been some sort of deal in that settlement that included getting rid of Tucker Carlson. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder. Well, you would think they would, it would be a lot less money then for $780 million. I'm just saying. A million dollars. I'm just saying it, the timing of it is interesting. Yeah, it, yeah, but you, no, I would say no. And you know why? And only because Megan Kelly points out, if that were the case, he would have been given the uh, opportunity to say goodbye, wrap things up. Would he though? Yeah, because that's the way that she didn't hear say it. That's the way this always goes. Even when there is a hard departure, both sides get to say goodbye to this. You I'm just saying, say I, I understand Even Glenn Beck when he was kicked out. Right. But you I get to see, you get, you, you I get don't to see... know before you're like that day. This was too, this was too quick. So you're saying it's too abrupt. This it was, had to be something. They had that a show hand, set for Monday. This didn't have to. Do, so if you're, if you're, if you've got lawyers and you're negotiating like a Dominion lawsuit, then you're going to be letting Tucker Carlson know we're going to let you go because of this, and he's going to have time to prepare. The people I'm just are saying, have time so, to prepare. So here's the deal. They, I, I disagree that the one has to equal the other. I'm not saying that that's why. I'm saying it's an option that it, it might have something to do with it, but I don't think that the argument that you're making that it should and it always does go this way would equal, like, just because they made well, that deal. Well, it makes Fox seem like they were caught off guard or, oh, we just have to do this real quick. Because well, they did. Tucker Carlson they did do was, it really quick. But when you're negotiating a settlement, then this takes months to negotiate. And if Tucker Carlson was part of that negotiation, it wouldn't ne it wouldn't have needed to be let me Let me add, let me... When I say part of the negotiation, I'm not saying just just Dominion, but it could be that someone like Murdoch in there is going, well, we can throw this in there, too, because I want to get rid of this guy anyway. None of this entire thing makes any sense whatsoever. I don't think that there's really a way to sensibly break it down until we get the, the actual facts for why they were motivated to to do this. I think that when you look at the abrupt nature of it, the fact that they had a show to go on, that Tucker was locked out, that he's still in his contract. He wasn't fired. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. There's not allowed on air. If right? he, if this is because of Dominion, it's, I'm firing you. You're gone. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's not like, hey, we're going to keep you on till the end of your contract in 2024. We're going to keep yeah. paying you all this money, but we're just going to sideline you so you can't speak. I think it has to do with the 2024 election. I think that he is so poignant. But if I it think does have to on, do with the 2024 election, then A, they, they would have known that coming into this. And again, it kind of debunks your theory of the timeline. Like any, all of these things outside of him saying one thing that really bugged them, boom, he's got to go. 
But like all like seriously, leading up to to all of this, someone I don't I honestly I don't think it was any one thing that Tucker said. I don't. Oh, absolutely. I don't. Like, no, I, I no, don't. So what I'm wasn't. saying is it, was it, just, it yeah. had to be premeditated. They had to have plenty of time. I think that the abruptness of, of doing this, like, really, really fast says, gag order, we don't want you to speak. And if you are right that it is about the 2024 election, then they're not going to have a smooth exit. They're going to try to keep him in his contract. So yeah. I think your one of your proofs would be if they do let him out of his contract fairly quickly, then it's not about silencing him from the 2020 well, election. Yeah, no. He'll just go on and be bigger than better yeah, than ever. But they want to make sure it's not on Fox News because I think that they they, they see themselves as... Okay, so yeah, not on Fox News, because but not so I much... I think that he reaches a wider audience because he is mainstream. All these alternative things are harder to find. Um, and I think that Tucker Carlson on that mainstream media, they want to streamline... Everything's now going to be the same. But do you think and I, the and I, one I'm, outlier? I'm sorry we're covering so much on this, but there's a lot of thoughts that I have on this. Do you think, and this is just a question, do you think that they are stupid enough to think that should Tucker get out of his contract and can start speaking and do his own thing? Like let's let's hypothesize that far. He does his own thing. Do you think they are stupid enough to think that Tucker Carlson will not become the largest wherever he goes, even if he does his own thing? He will become the largest voice, and I believe he'll have an even larger audience than he ever had on Fox News. We'll see, because I think we're going to cover this in the second half of our show. Uh, but this is a story that um, Tucker would probably be covering. I want to play this video of uh, WNBA player Brittany Grinner. She's a she on on whether trans players should play basketball, and I want you to listen to her voice. Good morning, uh, Brittany. I'm uh, Bill Roden from ESPN. Landscape. It's really great to see you. It's good to know the prayers have been answered. Uh, the question, um, you've always represented so much throughout your entire career about access and, you know, being able to do stuff. And I hate to put one more thing on your plate, but there, there are a number of states who are aggressively moving to prevent transgender athletes playing. And I was wondering, again, I hate to put one more thing on your plate, but in terms of your on your radar, where is that? Um, you're going to have a tremendous platform, but where is that going to be on your radar in terms of advocating for, um, you know, athletes, all athletes, transgender athletes, to be able to play? Oh, I mean that that ranks high on the on the list of, of things that I'll be fighting for and speaking up against. You know, everyone has everyone deserves the right to play. Everyone deserves the right to to come here, sit in these seats, and feel safe and not feel. Um, like there's a threat or they can't be who they are or um, like like it's just all eyes on them uh, so um, I think it's a crime honestly to to separate um, someone for any reason um, so I definitely will be speaking up against against those that legislation and those laws that are trying to be passed for sure so if we had not started out by saying, listen to Brittany with that name, after you start hearing this person speak. I know many men who have higher, more higher voices than Brittany. So Leah, there is literally no way that that is a girl. This is the girl that was held in prison in Russia, in Russia for drugs. Right. And unless they're intersex. 
Right. That's a dude. dude or 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 she's taking male hormones to, right. to lower her voice. But that's a man's voice. But even even her body is is in male. It's in all stature. male. She's a. The, the, I can't. They're hurting my head. Like, come on, come on. Don't mess with me. Like, I have lived a a, a fairly long life, and I've never. Women, I've heard women with deep voice. My grandma had I've never a heard a woman voice. sound like that. Ever. My grandma, mama sings bass, daddy sings tenor, right? My grandma could sing deep. But that's a dude, man. That's a dude. That's a dude. But are they are transgenders allowed in the WNBA right now? Well, obviously they are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming back, we're going to talk about this autistic TV character. We're going to talk about Schumer and AOC calling for Tucker's uh, departure and so much more. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. All right, so, you know, sometimes after hearing this kind of craziness, you need a detoxification. The best way to do that is to use one of the things that I use literally every, every single day from the Brighteon store is the organic moringa leaf powder, okay? I absolutely, I put it in my shakes that I make every single day. And, you know, Lynette Zhang actually got us kind of hooked on this because she's growing moringa trees and it's, it's literally a, a giant it's antioxidant. A it is mm -hmm. a superfood. You want to talk about the duct tape. You know, I talk about the um, Ast Hawaiian astaxanthin. To me, in my mind, they're very similar in the benefits that they have, right? Whether it's the moringa leaf powder or the Hawaiian astaxanthin. And I want to just read a couple of these things right here. They're rich in amino acids. They fight inflammation, rich in antioxidants, lower blood sugar levels, lowers cholesterol, protects the liver, Provi protects against arsenic toxicity. I'm telling you, I love, 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 love moringa leaf powder. And so I want you guys, they have just gotten a brand new source mm. of their organic moringa leaf powder on the Brighteon store. Mm -hmm. So go to thebrighteonstore.com, use promo code CHICKS, you will save 5% on your entire order and support this network and get a healthy body. Get your life back, get your body back. And the moringa leaf powder right now, depending on what size you get, can be up to 21% off. I mean, that is crazy. Like that is so crazy. And that's the cocoa powder, excuse me. The moringa leaf powder is 9% off. Um, depending on the size you can buy, uh, it has different percentages off. So I wanna encourage you guys to go to the Brighteon store and get the stuff that you know is going to have you at your peak performance of your health and your fitness. You know, that's true. And speaking of peak performance and your health, you need to know what gender you are <laughs> to be at your peak performance that's because there true. are things for men, things for women, women, your hormones can get out of balance, estrogen, things like that. No, but that's really true. We started doing the moringa leaf powder when I was going through that weird phase. I don't even remember. I, I, I think my hormones got all out of whack. And we just started doing things for the endocrine system. And yeah. one of the things that we added was the moringa leaf yeah. powder. Yeah. So I can't attribute me coming back from the brink to that, but it definitely was a part of it. Yeah. And I've been using it ever since. So there is a show called The Good Doctor. They have an autistic character as the main character, and it's actually a woke show. So I don't, I'm not recommending that you go watch the whole show. But what's very interesting is this clip here has been making its rounds this week because the autistic doctor can't grasp the transgender. You're either born a woman or you're born a girl or a boy. And I want to play this clip and then kind of discuss the fact that 
children are born knowing truth. And when you try to mess with that, that's when things get get confusing. And we have to say the king, oh, the king is wearing a, a beautiful outfit, but he actually is naked and has no clothes on. Boy, I'm a girl. You're transgender? Yes. No, Quinn has XY chromosomes like Jared and me, not XX like you. Science says he's male. No, Quinn has gender dysphoria. Her assigned gender is not the one she identifies with. She's mismatched, Dr. Murphy. But biologically... Other than biologically, how do you know you're supposed to be a boy? Your question doesn't make sense. I'm not supposed to be anything. I am a boy. Biologically, that's it. Okay, deep tenderness at McBurney's point. Could be acute appendicitis. Murphy, get imaging to confirm. Hmm. Hello. Do you wear dresses? Murphy? Don't. Quinn is a boy who thinks he's a girl. I want to know why he thinks that. Sometimes I wear dresses, but sometimes I wear leggings. Do you like the color pink? <laughs> I'm more of a purple girl. Do you play with dolls? Since I was five, but I'm super into mermaids. Do you take dance? Murphy, 20 questions are up. I only asked four. Do you it wear perfume? The ready. Let's Do go. you always paint your nails? Let's go. Do you think he's complicated or confused? Dude, you gotta quit calling her a he. We're never going to win this competition if you're disrespecting our patient. Don't they have transgender people in Wyoming? Okay, transgender patient care was not part of my medical school curriculum. Was it part of yours? No. Quinn doesn't have appendicitis. He has testicular cancer. She. She has testicular cancer. I'm speechless at this clip, by the way, because you tell me that the show is kind of woke anyway. So I their think, agenda yeah. is to kind of show almost I'm what? sure the character has some sort of turnaround at the end of the show. Okay, That yeah. you're showing that this, that yes, this is what you think, but this is what's really true. So we're going to walk you through it like an autistic person. Which is also very, um, I don't know, bigoted. A little yeah, bit, probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're autistic if you think that boys are boys and girls are girls. But the testicular cancer thing, first of all, that doesn't really happen in youth, yeah, by the way. But did you notice that they used a girl? They did actress. use a girl actress. Because there's no way that they're going to convince you of this as a... If you used a boy. Right. Because everybody, usually people can tell, up until like four or five... Because you used to be called a little boy, cute little boy, because your hair wouldn't grow. Yeah, that's And true. then it started going like mad. Um, and up until you're four and five, boys and girls kind of look the same. And then you start to change. Right. And you can tell what a boy and a girl are. You just can tell. Everybody can tell. Right? And it has nothing to do with the color pink or wearing dresses or, or painting, painting your nails. nails or the color purple or anything. You just are a girl or you are a boy and then you have different... Uh, likes and dislikes. And the autistic doctor is talking that. about chromosomes. Like, I mean, this is, 
It's very basic and science. Here's the thing. I this is where the confusion always leads. I grew up in a generation, and you did too, that girls can do anything boys can do. You don't have to like the color pink. You don't have to wear dresses. You don't have to, you don't have to. And that does not make you a girl. Right. And that's why my generation is so confused. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because we're like, because we're watching Dilla Bavani, we're watching um, all these different things that if you like dresses, then you are a girl, even if you're born a boy. It's the literal opposite of how you and I grew up. Yeah. And it's whiplash. Because there were a lot of girls that didn't play with dolls. You can wear pants. And you don't have to wear, you don't have to then play with dolls. we watched movies where it was like, girls were like Terminator, fighting off the Terminators and, and doing everything. And they were still a, a, a girl, a strong, awesome girl. But now... If you're that, then you're going to be a boy. You are going to be a boy. And here's the thing. They are literally stereotyping. It's it's all stereotyping. But but, but then telling us don't stereotype. I know. It's, it's whiplash and it's major confusion. Yes. But what is not confusing is that the left and the right have been colluding to silence people. And that Mitch McConnell and I'm sure Lindsey Graham and all these guys had something to do with, with going, knocking on Murdoch's door. I truly believe Tucker was ousted over January 6th. If I had one thing to pin it on. But they've had plenty of time for that. I mean, okay. that's you talk back to your timeline thing. Like they could have well, done this. Anything they could have done outside of trying to make a point. But I think that they if there's done one thing well. that pushed them over the edge, I think it was January 6th because what is going to be exposed, and it will be exposed, that the, the Democrats set up these Republicans, set up mm -hmm. these conservatives. And had all of these plants in there to get people into the Capitol to call it an insurrection so that the truth about the election being stolen from Trump would not be presented in the House. But Tucker has the tapes. He does. He has the tapes. And I think that that's, we know that. I'm he just saying was, it's going to get out eventually. Yeah. But we know that he stuck on a loop with um, the QAnon shaman because of, of Mitch McConnell putting pressure, saying no more of this because he was in on it. Yep. These people all need to go to jail to hide treason. And I think that if there's one thing that pushed it over the edge was the January 6th thing. Tucker needs to just release the files to the public. Yeah, that would be great. But we do have uh, these clips I want to show you of AOC and Chuck Schumer. AOC is literally a marshmallow head. She has nothing between her ears. She spouts off. She's a talking head, like Tucker always talks about talking heads. She doesn't have an original thought in her brain. So when she, she if it gets down to AOC level, mm -hmm. it's at the highest level, it's trickled down, and she's literally like a four-year-old spouting or a parrot. Just, this is what I heard. This is what I heard. Okay, let's roll this clip. Look, Fox needs to reckon with the lies that it spread, and it may literally have to pay for the lies that it spread. But is it the role of government officials to demand that media organizations say things or tell media organizations what to put on their airwaves? Well, you know, it's hardly the first time that people have said Channel 4 should have done this, the New York Times should have done that. That's not unusual. But what has happened here is, John, very unusual. This is not simply telling them what to do. This is telling them, showing them that they have hurt our democracy probably way that no other actor, maybe with the exception of Donald Trump, who used them, um, uh, has done. And so when it's that vital, I think we not only have a right to tell Rupert Murdoch and Fox what to do, but an obligation. And I hope people from one end of the country to the other will call up Fox and say, do what uh, leader Hakeem Jeffries and I asked for. 
which is stop the lies, say they were wrong, and report the news. You may have a different way of reporting the news than someone else, fine, but lying is not part of that different way and cannot be. So the federal regulation in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. And when you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it is very, very clearly incitement of violence, very clearly incitement of violence. And that is the line that I think we have to uh, be willing to contend with. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News. Couldn't have happened to a better guy. Um, what I will say, though, is while I'm very glad that the person that is arguably responsible for the some of the largest driving some of the most uh, amounts of death threats and violent threats, not just to my office, but to plenty of people across the country, um, I also kind of feel like I'm like waiting for the cutscene at the end of a Marvel movie after all the credits have rolled. And then you see like the villain's like hand reemerge out to grip, grip over like the end of a building or something. But deplatforming works and it is important. And um, there you go. Good things can happen. You are the villain. Yours is the ugly hand, AOC. Yeah. When you watch those movies, you know you're the bad guy. Like, she knows that she is the bad guy watching those movies. Like, you're the villain. Well, and honestly, any fame is fame. You know, and I think she's got a, she's literally on some sort of power trip. Okay, She is a literal, she's nobody. She doesn't come up with any original I think she's thought. sad. I think she's sad because Tucker was one of the only people that really talked about her. <clears throat> yeah. That's got to be it. That, that's true. Speaking of people talking about people, Dylan Mulvaney grabbed enough like since we did our whole bud light thing that kid just keeps grabbing endorsements maybelline now maybe it's maybelline you yes. know what i, I i'm more that behind that the maybelline maybe endorsement she's works born with it maybe it's maybelline that i mean seriously he's not born with it and it is maybelline they need to do a commercial like he's not born with it he's not born with it look what look what makeup can do amazing look right? what, if if makeup can make a man a woman buy that maybelline all day long all right but he says that it should be a crime, which means if it's a crime, then somebody would come and arrest you. Right. If somebody calls him a he. Let's roll this. Like the articles written about me using he pronouns and calling me a man over and over again. And I, I feel like that should be illegal. I, I don't know. That's that's just bad journalism. bad journalism. First of all, bad journalism and illegal are not the same thing, Dylan. They're not. First of all, your name is Dylan. You are wearing something that a, a, a shirt that's so low that if it was on a female, there would be some mild form of cleavage. But you're not a female. OK, like you are a man. You are a man, a, man, a very skinny, sickly looking one. Yeah. But a man nonetheless. Yeah. And so making that illegal. Um, first of all, it's not illegal. And second of all, I wonder, like, what would Robin Williams say? I always go back to Mrs. Doubtfire. Dude looks like a lady. And his his brother was gay. It was a gay relationship, and they um and he was a makeup artist, and he put on this a prosthetic, prosthetic face, face to make him look like an old lady. Yeah, 
And this phone call that he has with Sally Field on trying, he wants to become his the kid's nanny. nanny. And uh, one of the things he says is, I don't work with the males because I used to be one. And Sally Field gets all shocked and she hangs up the phone. And we're all supposed to say, no, if you were a transgender, you shouldn't be around kids. Right. And you could say that in the 90s. And it was funny. And everybody knew it. And everybody knew it was funny if a man dressed up as a woman because men aren't women. And when they dress up as women, And it used hilarious. to be that, exactly, it was comedy. It was comedy. It was always comedy. And, you know, gay jokes have always been, and transgender jokes. Have you ever, have you ever seen, like, most men, they most male comedians put on an effeminate voice, pretend to be homosexual, and it's a joke. Right. Now you can get canceled. But speaking back to AOC, like cancel culture works, essentially. What was she saying? Deplatforming. De Honestly, works. AOC, back to, to Tucker, it does not work, by the way. Tucker will rise from the ashes like a phoenix. Yeah, I think so. I think I think he will. I do think he will. So stick, stick with us on our second half of our show. We're, We're going to dive in. the after show. A little bit the after show. Um, but I want to go over a couple more stories before you go. Back in February, a leaked memo from the FBI's Richmond Field Office revealed the damning information that they were targeting Catholics and the Catholic Church as extremists uh, with spying on them. Making the matter even worse is that Attorney General Merrick Garland had claimed otherwise not long before and has sought to downplay the matter. As the Biden admin continu continues to be anything but transparent, now there may finally be some accountability. We'll see. Don't do not hold your breath um, at all. As the F FBI and the DOJ is facing a freedom of information lawsuit from Catholic Vote and Judicial Watch for failure to provide records requested by the FOIA. According to a press release from Catholic Vote, the group sent FOIA requests to the FBI and the DOJ seeking access to uh, record mentioning to, to any record mentioning Catholics and other topics from the leaked memo. The requests were sent on March 8th, 2023, almost two months ago now. That group hasn't heard back and is in violation of federal law. Agencies are now required to respond within 20 business days, 10 for unusual circumstances. But the FBI and the DOJ have not even confirmed the Catholic vote whether they plan to comply. According to reporting by a lawsuit from Fox News, the FBI had advised on March 14th that there were unusual circumstances preventing the agency from complying with that deadline. This same DOJ, as the press release also announced, denounced, has given violent pro-abortion activists a free pass with previously unreported reported plea deals, and that's uh, with cases it bothers prosecuting at all. The DOJ has largely ignored incidents targeting pro-life organizations and churches, which have been over 100 since last May. This week's lawsuit, which demands information the agencies are required to provide to the public upon request under the FOIA Act, uh, comes amid increased public scrutiny of the Biden admin's administrative treatment of Catholics. Now, we do know that one of the pro-life pro leaders um, targeted by the Biden's DOJ, remember, he was arrested because he sat inside of a building, mm -hmm. okay, and he sent a whole squat team and scared all, scared everybody in his family, okay, and those who are damaging pro-life facilities, those who go to pro-life rallies, they're let off, okay, we need justice in this world, and it's, it's, they have our weaponized and corrupt government agencies have demonstrated a pattern of contempt for justice and rule of law and a contempt for life. Yeah. That's so they're suing the FBI to. and I'm hoping that they win. I'm hoping that they get somewhere. So interesting outcome of the proud boys on trial right now for J six could decide Trump's fate. Guilty verdicts in the most consequential January six trial will be a green light that the justice department has been waiting for to go after Trump. 
You see, of the hundreds of video clips used as F evidence in the marathon trial of five members of the Proud Boys, prosecutors began closing arguments, not with a clip of the defendants engaged in criminal activity, but with a clip of Donald Trump. The government showed the jury a portion of the September 2020 presidential debate goaded by Joe Biden and then Fox News Chris Wallace to condemn white supremacists and militia groups. In an effort to downplay Black Lives Matter and Antifa violence, Trump asked them to give me a name. Biden quickly said, the Proud Boys. Proud Boys, stand back and stand by, was Trump's response. The offhand remark, Trump later said he did not know who the Proud Boys were, made the group jubilant said the assistant U.S. attorney, Connor Mueller, uh, told the jury Monday morning, these defendants saw themselves as Donald Trump's army fighting, fighting to keep their preferred leader in power no matter what. Prosecutors have used that clip at other points during the nearly four-month trial, a not-so-subtle reminder to jurors from a city that voted 93% for Joe Biden that the men on trial supported Trump. But the Justice Department may have a sinister reason to tie the Proud Boys to Trump. Any convictions in this trial will give the special counsel, Jack Smith, an independent prosecutor name only, justification to pursue similar charges against Trump as a co-conspirator of sorts. In fact, the Proud Boys face three conspiracy counts, seditious conspiracy, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, which is totally stupid, and conspiracy to prevent an officer from discharging any duties. They actually wanted people to hear what was going on. So they weren't trying to obstruct that. That Prosecutors insist the conspiracy began on December 19th, 2020, a date which should alarm Team Trump. At 1.42 on December 19th, Trump tweeted this, statistically impossible to have lost the 2020 election. Big protest in D.C. on January 6th. Be there, be, will be wild. According to the Justice Department, that prompted Torino, Terrio and Biggs to formulate plans to radicalize the group. Can I just interrupt you here on well, this story? Because You can, but we only got a minute left. Okay, hurry up. The next day, Torrio created an encrypted chat to discuss, among other things, plan to travel to D.C. for Trump's speech on January 6th. The government obtained roughly 500,000 messages between these accounts. But what what's also um, Trump's comment, fight like hell they've been using. And unfortunately, some of the defense has been using Trump's comments in their defense. And so this could spell um, a this could spell bad news for Donald Here's, Trump. And this ties into Tucker Carlson because he has the evidence to to literally debunk this whole thing and to cause arrests to happen. Literally with his first debut, Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman, was released, mm -hmm. right? There's so much more in what Tucker has. So let's wait and see before we go freaking out on this. But I will say this, and this is a thought that I've never really verbalized until until now. If we had intended to to produce a coup, we would have waited for the shoe to drop for the actual thing to happen, right? We wanted the evidence to be presented. We wanted it to be done properly. There's no way that an insurrection would have happened prior to all of that happening. No one's been presenting that side of the argument. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? We yeah. wanted the evidence to be presented. We would not have stopped that from being presented. We would have waited until, okay, the evidence has been presented and now it's been proven whatever and now we've got Joe Biden. So listen, there's so much more that we could say about that and we will on our after show. So visit resistancechicks.com and we'll see you next week right here on brighteon.tv. We love you guys. God loves you. God bless. Back to Resistance Chicks where your hosts, Leah and Michelle. So it's April 28th, mm. 2023. Mm. And Tucker Carlson is released... 
sort of. Not really, actually. He's actually held captive He's by being Fox held News. captive. So here we are going, oh, Tucker's free. He's free. Free little birdie. So, and then come to find out, not so free. You know, I don't know if you guys read the description, but I want you guys to sit back for a little bit. We are going to have a family chat. A conservative family meeting. Okay. Go and get all your family members that are conservative. Share this with everybody and say, resistance chicks want you to come for the conservative family meeting. Every once in a while, one of these needs to, to, to happen to clear the air because we are up against giants. Mm -hmm. And it's not about infighting that I want to talk about today. We're going to talk about the We're fact... We're going to talk about that a little bit. But that some people are in this movement selfishly mm -mm. because their hearts are not repentant and they are not regenerated creatures in Christ. Now you can push forward Christianity all you want. And I, we said this in 2020, uh, after, after the election and the results came in and we, we all knew what happened and the power of God came on Michelle and I, and we started to take off our, um, just a, our new we were we strictly decided news. to go into the phone booth take off the clark kent, kent glasses and put on the cape yeah is what we did well we started to go crazy christian Cray, what Cray, did that christian. mean we started to say that if we we realized guys that our viral videos from a candace owens or stephen crowder or jo paul joseph watson or alex jones no more mr nice they guy. are not well actually that's actually we need to do more than Mr. Nice More Guy. Nice Guy. Bring like, on Mr. Nice Guy. No, bring on the love of God. Come on. Bring on the power of God. All these videos that get people worked up and angry. And and um, Michelle's going to understand where I'm coming from because she does these videos. And she gets worked up. And you guys love them. And you share them. But you need to know that unless something is the power of God. I would like to think that all of my rants are the power of God, but we're going to go with it. And I'm not offended. I'm not saying that they're not. I'm saying that unless something is the power of God, mm -hmm. these righteous rants will either not do anything or what happens is if you are righteously indignated about something mm -hmm. and you are not walking in the love of God, you will be like the Catholic Church. We're going to have an inquisition. You know what we're going to do? We're just going to kick everybody out that's a Jew. Or you're going to be like the Salem witch trials. Oh my gosh, I think these people are practicing witchcraft. You know what? We're just going to kill them. Okay? And I know a lot of you kind of get so, you get so worked up and you get so angry and I, that you just, you get frustrated and you either leave or you just, you feed the cocaine addiction of the next viral video, okay? And we're going to discuss how Milo has fallen, Alex Jones has fallen, Ali Alexander has fallen, Paul Joseph Watson has fallen, Laura Southern has fallen, Rebel Media has fallen, and Rebel Media's you don't even rec you don't even remember some of the people that Rebel Media used to have. Faith Goldie, where are all these people? What happened to uh, Tommy Robinson? Is was Tommy Robinson just a victim um, of all the mainstream media? What That's the, the way he portrayed the, it. Um, not Jana, that was with Tommy for a while. 
with the dark red hair, the crazy. I mean, she was kind of out there. I don't know, but we're going to talk. What happened to her? I don't even remember her name. What well, happened to her? He had a blonde headed chick who was with him that was very loyal, who was his videographer. What happened to her? We're going to kind of discuss. the one that ran for office. I don't. I don't know. You about know exactly that. who I'm talking about. No. Nope. Yes, I she had the dark Tommy? red hair, and they used to go into the Muslim districts together. Yeah, oh my gosh, her. Barry in the chat's gonna give me the name. I know it. Okay, give me the name. What happened to Tommy's uh, uh, videography guys, uh, Colin and George? Jada. Jada. Yeah, she was with the with the Britain first. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what happened to all these people? You guys. We've been in it through it all. Michelle and I have been blessed by God to not get huge. And it is a blessing. Because... So easy to do that. You just don't eat donuts. Okay. To not to not get big in the conservative world. I... I Stephen Crowder is going through a divorce. And, and there are things that we, we don't really talk about on our show. Like the fact that... He's been weirding me out for at least a year, and I haven't watched him for a couple years. And even when I did watch some of his clips, they're so full of F-bombs. They're so full of perversion, disgusting sexual remarks. And this week, he even came out um, mocking a Mattel Barbie doll that is Down Syndrome. And the rest of us conservatives are like, wait a minute. Like, that's a pro-life thing. Like, you want to... Um, yeah. So like, so I'm going to show you guys something. Now Leah does our Twitter and I do our Instagram. Those are kind of like the mainstream platforms that we're still on that Leah doesn't handle the Instagram. Um, but I do. And I'm frequently seeing this shows up in my feed where there's these videos of like fat people mm -hmm. fat, that will go on and, and then Crowder then, um, reacts to this with his, with his people. Okay. And a lot of what I'm seeing that they're putting out is, is like repulsive. looking at the gross and repulsive stuff. This guy with like, you know, oh, but himself in the, but himself in the gym. It's all this. Like, I feel like is, is this what we have been reduced? Now the young trans thing has to be covered, but like a lot of stuff that Crowder is doing, I'm like, is it's this sensational? This is not the news anymore this isn't that to me it's like jerry springer it it's conservative jerry springer speaking of which breaking news jerry, jerry springer Springer's died what was that yesterday or the day yeah. before and it almost feels like and and god loves stephen crowder and i love him i love him with the love of god i love that a lot of the things that he has done over the years but like where do we draw the line are we just sensationalists in in conservative media no, here's the thing. Everybody wants to know why we are losing them. And that's what this conservative family Candace meeting is about. Owens, Steven Crowder, Ben Shapiro, Milo Yiannopoulos, all of you, all of these big names, they have failed you. Mm. I mean, even in Candace, Can Candace Owens was going back and forth with Steven Crowder because Steven Crowder came out and tried to tank Daily Wire. Okay. Well, then Candace says, well, I got stuff on him, like his divorce. And he comes out and says, well, you're extorting me. And she comes out with another video. And then um, he comes out with a video saying, I don't want people talking about my divorce, but here's my side. I married wrong. And he said, um, it's, 
I don't want the divorce. My wife wants the divorce. And in Texas, you can have no fault divorce. There was never any physical violence. And my wife is leaving me and it's not my fault. It's Texas's fault for no fault divorce. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So I wasn't going to discuss this stuff. I was just, it was, Under I normal felt, circumstances, this wouldn't be a story that we would really cover on our show because we are not a, um, a rag magazine. Like we aren't just gossipy. Gossipy. And uh, here's the thing, uh, guys, if you are going to be the kind of people who are just going to say, hey, I don't want to have anything to do with that. That's just gossipy. This is not the show for you because this is a show to show everybody if you want to know why we What's aren't winning, going on behind the curtain. this is why we aren't winning. Okay. Because I was, ta I talk about, I talk about this with Michelle and even our friend, Matt, you know, he has said, you guys get so worked up sometimes that you ought to watch it because you have a sword and you can just take people out. Watch it. Okay. This is a good reminder for all of us mm -hmm. that if we aren't walking in love, if we aren't walking in love with our family. So I'm actually going to use Steven Crowder as a warning to all of us, not just to not, I'm not want to expose Steven Crowder. That's not what this is. This is when you are taking, trying to take the speck out of somebody else's eye, you got to take the log out of your own. You, Bible says, be angry and sin not. When you're angry at the left, when you're angry at the transgender um, mutilation, you have to walk in love. And I don't see that same, I don't see the love angle. I feel like when we try to talk about the kids who are getting transgender surgeries or things like that, <clears throat> it's always the left is pushing it. The left is pushing it. Or the left people, is or literally it. they'll just like conservatives will come out and just be like, I'm done with them all. These are children. Like you're angry that it's happening to children. But once the children have made the decision, then you're like angry at the children. And you make fun of all the Generation Z kids who are coming yeah. out with the TikToks with their blue hair. You're making fun of them. And I'm over here like parents raise children to be a certain way. This is a result of our society. This is a result of, you know what? Even Generation X, we had it so great. Remember the 90s? We had E.T. and the Goonies. No, 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 you guys. When you open the door to the devil, when you open the world door to the world and you're playing all your secular music and you're going to public school and you're watching 17 Candles and Breakfast Club and all this stuff, you have opened up the world, opened up your door to the demonic, to Satanism. Okay, and it just keeps going downhill from there. There's a reason why Christians were saying, watch Elvis and his shaky hips. Exactly. Okay, because you're opening up a door to the demonic. There's a reason why Christians said, actually had contraceptives banned and were illegal under the Comstock laws and you couldn't even send them in the mail. Because once you have dissociated uh, sexual intercourse from making children, you're going to have promiscuity. And if you're going to have promiscuity, you're going to have to have a way to take, to do something with these children that are born, not in marriage. And there's, and you're going to have these men who are sleeping with women. And now it's the feminist fault. I hear this all the time on our side, feminism, feminism is to blame. And I try to take it back and explain that feminism was created by men. 
And a few evil women, there are evil women, but by and large, most women want to stay at home Come and on. raise their kids. Come on and preach it. But they were forced out of their home during World War II, and they had to go be Rosie the Riveter, and the government paid them really good wages because the men were all fighting the war, and they got used to those wages, and they got used to a comfortable life, and they didn't think anything of it. And the government got used to getting taxes from two people. And two people. And so you see this push in the movies. You see Hollywood, right, showing showcasing these strong, independent women, right? And people get used to it. And you hear, and the the left gets a hold of the curriculum, the communists, and begin to, to brainwash little girls in school. You, you want to go and have a career, don't you? And you look at all these girls and they make fun of girls in their 30s who are not married. Right. They, they're like, why didn't you just get married? Why didn't you just have kids? Why did you pursue a career? Because the Bible says if you train up a child in the way they should go, when, they were old, when they're old, they won't depart. So it's not enough to make fun of these feminists and these girls in colleges who have been brainwashed their whole lives. I was in school in the 80s and 90s. And I remember in second grade, our teacher asking everybody what you wanted to be. And there were two little girls who said, well, I want to be a mom. And she said this, well, that's okay. But most people, most women are going to need to have a job and have a career. And you're probably going to change your mind. And my whole life in school, it was never, ever, ever a thought ever discussed that, you that could just be a highly mom. intelligent women or girls would be a stay-at-home mom. No, you're going to go to college and you're going to get a career, especially if you're intelligent. And girls do better at book work than boys do. So girls tend to excel, love the teacher exchange, especially if you're getting straight A's. I know what it was like. There was never a thought that I'm not going to go to college because you're, you are, you're, if you're coached in a direction and, and people see an adult say that you're good at something, you're going to go down that path. Exactly. So all these girls are hearing this in boys. It's how, and it's, it's this, um, it's this education system that we have, this world system that has been created. And now you have so, women in their 30s and 40s and men, and they're all unsatisfied. They're all upset. And you see a huge swing back by men who are like, women just need to submit and feminism is evil and you can't have women pastors and you can't. And they, they feel like that's their answer because they're so desperate that they just... Just if, just if women just submitted to their husbands, then this would all be fixed. But the men are messed up. Yeah. They're on porn. They're not their own person. They're, they don't even know how to run a government, much less so, a house. So now that we've gone down that rabbit trail, how, how does all of that equate to what we're going to talk about in our conservative family meeting here tonight? Well... How did we get, how, what I'm saying is all of that is very true. And we talk about all of those things on our show all the time, but this show may seem gossipy, but it's not. The point of it is that that, this society that Leah just broke down, that she just described, we're there and we're stuck there. And the only way that we're going to come out of that is in the power of God. And unfortunately, when you have a Steven Crowder or all these names that rise up so fast and so quick, and they don't have... Honestly, I peg our, where Leah and I are at to our mom, right? They don't have a godly mom that's in there all the time kind of going and training them up. 
their entire lives not to be taken in by corruption or by selfishness or all of these things. Like, seriously, they don't have that. So, and so you're just going to get swayed about by every new thing. So what seems gonna, good at the time? We, I went back and forth on whether I was going to show these videos, and I am going to show them. <clears throat> And we're going to try to talk about them in context, and we're all going to try to learn from them. This is not to say Steven Crowder is any worse than any of us. Okay. We're going to learn from them. Okay? Number one, would you play the Mattel launches Down Syndrome Barbie? Yep. As soon as I find it. I think I might have gone too far. Might be one of these. There's a Crowder one. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is. That's it. That's him. So this is him... Yeah, talking about this it. is the, he just put this out um, on April 26th. So let me give you the timeline. This this week, Candace Owens came out. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure how it happened, but Candace Owens was saying something about Stephen. Stephen said something about Candace that he was extorting her. Candace said, I'm not extorting him. And then it all gets out that Stephen's getting a divorce. So he makes a video about getting a divorce. And he's and he he does what I told you. It's not, you know, I didn't want the divorce. I picked wrong. Yes, she's the mother of my children. I love her as the mother of my children, but he doesn't really love her anymore. And um, he is very angry and bitter. This is a video in between all of that, which just kind of shows me that he is not in a good mental place. The world's first Barbie with Down syndrome will give <laughs> children the opportunity to play with more inclusive dolls. This doll is breaking barriers and creating the first fashion doll yeah, with, with retard strength. Is this real? Allowing more children to project their future through fashion doll play and imagine what is possible. Mattel, Barbie's parent company, announced the oh, new no. figures will soon be hitting store <laughs> oh, shelves. No. Well, here's the thing. They, they really have been going full bore. And Mattel actually announced plans to expand this uh, in the name of diversity uh, before the end of the year with sickle cell Barbie. Oh, for the love So that's something they also, you know, look, everyone's. <laughs> the world's first Barbie. Not with funny. That's not a joke. That just shows the downfall of a mean-spirited person. That's so, just mean-spirited. We're going to talk about Steven Crowder, but since, like, even if we weren't talking about Steven Crowder, I would hope that we would play that clip mm. to say how wrong what they just did there is um sickle cell is not the same thing as down syndrome mm -hmm. down syndrome is not a disease okay it you are literally yeah. like it's a chromosome thing mm -hmm. okay so the fact that when they brought up the down syndrome girl and they laughed at her and they laughed at her because she wasn't super sexy and thin and or all whatever. That. I don't know what they were thinking, but that is but, honestly what we just witnessed there is satanic. So if you go to my Twitter and just go to my profile, I want to show you the right response. And this is Matt Walsh's response. This is how it should have been covered. And I, guys, it takes a lot for me to applaud Matt Walsh on anything because I he just rubs me the wrong way. But here we go. This is from. Uh... AP News, toy company Mattel revealed its first Barbie doll representing a person with Down syndrome on Tuesday. Mattel collaborated with the National Down Syndrome Society to create the Barbie and ensure the doll accurately represents a person with Down syndrome, the company said. Design features of the new Barbie were made under guidance from NDSS. Mattel uh, said, in addition to portraying some physical characteristics of a person with Down syndrome, the Barbie's clothing and accessories carry special meaning. The blue and yellow on the doll's dress, accompanied by butterflies, represents symbols and colors associated with Down syndrome awareness. Uh, they also wear, Barbie also has 
ankle foot orthotics, which some Down syndrome children use. Good Morning America had a segment on this. You can see the Barbie. Let's check that out. And I'm here for the first ever Barbie with Down syndrome. And it's like me. And it's beautiful and I love it to pieces. I love it. What do you think? Nice, yeah. What do you like about it? Um, the hair and the clothes. We brought the doll with Down syndrome to life in close partnership with the National Down Syndrome Society. Through this collaboration, we were able to ensure the doll. Woke. Uh, it's another woke, inclusive uh, PC thing, is what some are saying. And, and I'll admit that in the first moment after I saw this headline, I almost had that reaction because I saw the term inclusive Barbie doll. And my first instinctive reaction is to roll my eyes because 99.9% .9 of the time, it's going to be something stupid. Uh, if there's an inclusive whatever, it's something stupid. It could be something, or, or it's going to be something actively objectionable or both, you know, like a, um, whatever, a non-binary Barbie doll or, or something. If they don't already, already have that, I'm sure they're going to soon enough. But then there's the 0.1% of the time when it's actually something good. And this is the 0.1%. We don't want to be like dogs, you know, barking whenever we hear a car in the driveway, no matter who's driving it. We want to have discernment, right? And, and, and we should have it here. Down syndrome people really do need to be included. We, need, we do need inclusivity campaigns for them because Down syndrome people, especially children, are being excluded from society in the most violent and bloody ways. They're being exterminated by the abortion industry. That's a big reason why they run tests for Down syndrome in utero, because uh, you know, they, they run the tests and then they give the parents the option to kill the child if they don't want to have a child with Down syndrome. And tragically, many parents do. So if we're doing anything as a society, I would say to include Down syndrome children, to humanize them, represent them, that's a good thing. It's pro-life, actually. It is pro-life. The correct and also strategically intelligent reaction for conservatives from something like this is to say, wow, Mattel is, is pro-life. They're putting out a pro something pro-life. This is great. That. that is exactly how you... That is, that's a win. Mattel is actually doing pro-life. This is a pro-life message. Down children, children are beautiful, that we should include them in, in this world, and they, they are special. I'm glad... That, well done. I'm glad because they are beautiful and they are special. And that's how you do it. Can I say something? You know what? I'll wait. I'll wait. No, we're going to get, no, no, get deeper into this story on Steven. And I want to wait my comments on, on that. Cause I have some suspicions about what has happened to Steven. And I want to wait until we've presented what he's acting like first before I, I give my kind of conclusion. There. Yeah. So what do you want to play next? Okay, so um, I want to go ahead and play the video with his wife and... Well, set it up first because I think you're taking for granted that people know what happened. I thought I did in the beginning of the show, but I'll do it again. You did not. Okay, so... Explain it to them the way you explained it to me outside the pig pen. Okay, so um, I actually probably should play the first video and I don't have it up um, 
where oops, didn't mean to do that. There is a there is ring doorbell footage. No, that's not what I wanted We're to talk to. We're not going to play that yet. No. I thought that's what you meant when you said you wanted to play the video. No, I do. But then I think you need to see his video on um, his video on and on on his talking about his divorce. Can you just scroll past it? Um, no, it's the one he's he's kind of coming out, and I think it was on the twenty fifth. Well, Before in a minute, the, we're going to play the ring doorbell footage that his wife Hillary released. It's her family released her, um, of an argument where Stephen is awful, and Leah went back and forth on whether or not she was going to play that or not, mm -hmm. but. Um, you decided to go ahead yeah, and, I don't, and play it. I don't know if I'm seeing him. I think you scrolled past it. It was like the second tweet. I think he probably retweeted it. No, not the recent one. The first one, not this oh, one. Oh, okay. The first one where he was explaining um, he's coming out and he's talking about, I need you guys to know where I'm at and I'm being um, blackmailed by Candace Owens. Oh, okay. And he was saying that he was being blackmailed, so he wanted to put his thing first. And I actually was just going to ignore after that. Okay, so Stephen Crowder just wants to get his his out there first and and let people know um, that his side of the story, basically. And I'm not sure that I'm I'm seeing it right now. So maybe he took it down. He probably did. Um, Can you give us the summary of it? I mean, I think that's enough. He said, I'm getting divorced. I'm being blackmailed by Candace Owens. I didn't want this to get out. And I don't, I, for the, for the sake and the safety of my children, I didn't, he said, I didn't want to get the, let this out, but other people keep talking about my divorce. I live in a state that is no fault divorce and it's a messy divorce. And I picked wrong with my wife and that's it. That's that's so. But what does Candace have to do with? Because I I I feel like I feel like it's hard. You're not following. So so help me. If I'm not following, then they might not be following either. Candace Owens works for the Daily Wire. Yes, she came out in defense of the Daily Wire because Stephen Crowder did this big oh yeah, 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 yeah recording. Yeah, yeah. We did a whole show to do on with it. The divorce though, because she came out and said Stephen Crowder has issues. Yeah. And Stephen Crowder took that as extorting him that she was going to let people know about this divorce. Just because she said he has issues? Because she knew things about him. But that doesn't sound like ex extortion to me. It doesn't even sound like an extortion threat. It just sounds okay. like, a, hey, I know, you know some what? stuff. Plays Candace Owens. Let her explain Did it. Did you retweet it? Yeah, it's up. It's up on the, my things here? Yeah. Here's the thing. You I'm not, I am not going to be the person in this to explain exactly what's going on. I'm just trying to to, to paint a picture for you guys of what goes on behind conservative media. Right. Okay. I'm not, I'm not taking a side here. No, I'm not asking. I'm Leah. I'm literally just trying to understand. So you're saying, how does that sound like extortion? I don't know. He's just saying she's I'm not asking me. you that question. Okay. I'm asking that of Steven Crowder. I don't know. know well, I would, he, he talked about it better in, in, the in video his video that, that I can't for. find. That's frustrating. So a bit of breaking news that just happened. And before we get to it, I just want to back up and tell you why we are discussing this breaking news, because it's occurred to me that there are some people out there who believe that to be a conservative, what it means is that we become tribal and we defend other conservatives, even when they do things that are wrong. 
that we don't discuss things that are horrible on our own side because we need to just make sure that we score wins in other ways. And that is wrong. So that to me is the exact opposite of why I have this platform. I am not tribal. I want to expose things when they are bad on the left, and I will also expose things when they are bad on the right. Obviously, I have been interested in the Steven Crowder saga pertaining to his divorce because he literally inserted me into his divorce a couple of days ago. And his wife and family are now speaking out regarding that video in which he told people publicly that his wife was leaving him you remember this, he chose wrong and he essentially made it sound as if he did not want his marriage to end, but his wife simply wanted to leave. Well, she has responded by giving video and I want to prep you. I want you to know this is horrific video. It is very difficult to watch. It's especially difficult to watch because in this footage, she is eight months pregnant. Um, and the video essentially reveals just how emotionally abusive he has been. And she is alleging that he has been emotionally abusive to her. And this video all but confirms it. So let's first get to the footage. I'm just going to allow you to watch it in its entirety. I drew a boundary. I drew a boundary. No, no, you just did, you just did it. I drew a boundary in abusive control. You were not taking the car. Because if you refuse to do wifely things, then I will go pick up the groceries. Steaks, wood pellets, my grill. I know it's not a reasonable request, but I'll go do it. How about you first? Hillary, how do you respect me? Yes, how do you man? How do man? You see the love No, no, how do you man? No, you're not taking the Stephen, you are not taking the car. Then I will ask them to take you back. Would you like me to ask? Oh, that's right. It's not a threat, Stephen. Get an Uber. Okay, Stephen, I can't. Feeling some constraints? Stephen, like I can't Stephen. go. I, listen to me. Listen to me. You want to walk out right now? Listen to me. I can't go to the gym. I can't go to my parents. I can't call my friends. I can't. Go, I can't be home. You're gonna take the car and leave me here. Hillary, just think of how boxed in you've made me. What do you need me to pick up? I'll get it. I'll be back when I'm back. No, that doesn't work either. You'll be back when you're back. That doesn't work either. See, I, I, Do you understand the difference between my life being set to the second and you're going to be back when I'm back? The only way out of this is discipline or stuff. It's the only way out of this, we're at an impact. We are going to get past. Good. Because you can't have any discipline or stuff. Yeah. There you go. You throw your hand, you give up so easily. I don't give up so easily. You, know, you give up so easily. I, I, I just said the only way out of this is discipline and respect. You said, then we're at an impasse. Steven, no, we are at an impasse, okay? I love you, but Steven, Steven, your beast is sick. Watch it. Sick. Watch it. Watch it. I'm gonna let go. I'll get what you need you to get. And I, I need some space. We need to just stop and baby for a little bit, okay? I love you. I love you very much. I don't love you. That's the big problem. I've never received love from you. And the fact is, when I go, look, I need you to do A, B, C, and D, just be disciplined about it, you go, no. But I love you more than life itself. Okay. Put on some gloves. No. But I love you more than life itself. That's not fair. That's not fair, and it's disingenuous. Hillary, you're right, right in the past. Become someone, as you did, day in and day out, worthy of a life Work? No, not as a wife. I didn't say as a wife. Hillary, Hillary, come on now. I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to engage anymore. I'm going to go. I'll get texting what you need. I'll get you what you need. 
I I love you. I'm committed to you. Are you committed enough to do those things? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to Are you committed enough to do those things? Like You're not committed to anything. You're not committed to anything. You just said I love you and committed to you. Walk the dog's front and gloves. Walk the dog's front and gloves. Are you committed enough to do those things? Are you committed enough to do those things? Are you committed enough to do those things? I'm gonna just walk the dog's front and gloves. Are you committed enough to get the medication the dog's Don't you take take that in? So before Candace so that goes on, I want to get to what, what he was talking about with the gloves. So the dogs take medication that if a pregnant woman uh, touches, it can cause um, birth defects. And so he has decided in his head that women are to do certain things. Women, she, she need, he has asked her to give the dogs the medicine. And she said, I can't because I don't want this to mess up our babies. And he's like, he obviously is capable of doing it, but he wants her to do it. And because she says no, then she's not being a good wife. Walk the dogs. Well, she's eight months pregnant with twins. Why isn't he walking the dogs? He goes to the gym. Why can't he just walk the dogs? Okay. Why? Here's the questions are, why does he only have one car? He makes so much money. Why is it that she can't just take the car somewhere? And off camera, he says, I'm going to F you up. Okay. Now. Many people, rightfully so, rightfully so, have said, you know what? I have done and said some crazy stuff that if it were on camera, you would think I'm abusive and I'm a horrible person. I have done and said some stuff. I'm raising my hand that, that you would think I'm a horrible person. 100%. I don't want to play this and for you to say, oh my gosh, Steven Crowder is different than the rest of us. Right. I'm playing this because if we are going to take down the devil, this is not acceptable behavior. We have to walk in love and kindness. And I'm also playing it because of the, of the swing back from... Are we done the, with the Candace clip? No, we're not okay. done. The swing back from the feminism is a very strong orthodox from Christian nationalist men. Who what are was constantly he, what was he saying about discipline and respect? Was that, that she needs to be disciplined and have respect for him? Yeah, I believe. So I on Twitter, I've somehow I'm in this like um, this is gonna be a long monologue because I want to make her small. Just, okay. It's gonna be long. I'm gonna... Not super long, but yeah, you can make her small. I'm in, I, somehow I'm in this Twitter realm of men who are think like us, who want to have a Christian nation and a Christian government. And they are constantly posting, men, your wife needs to submit to you, like make her submit. We had Alice and Tom on. Tom had a Tom struggled with this, with like feeling bad that he had to make his wife submit. Um, there was something today. There's a, a, a well-known preacher uh, on Twitter. He um, has- Finish that statement in defense of our friends, Tom and Alice. He didn't want to He didn't to want to that. be he part of that. He felt like the church at like, was like, you have to do him. this. And he never- felt comfortable in that role. And so on our show, we've done uh, three videos with Tom and Alice on, and they women, are, preaching. on women preaching. You guys can watch those on resistancechicks.com. And getting out of this whole- And getting out of that mindset. This, this, see, I, I know that it's right for a man to be head of the household, but I also know that 
that you can't submit to a man who's not submitted to God. Right. And I know that you can't have a man leading in a marriage who's not being led by God and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because this goes to our government. Romans 16 talks about you're supposed to submit to your government. Well, if they're telling you to lock down, are you supposed to submit to your government? Or if they're telling you to go 65 miles an hour, is that a reasonable request? Right. Is it a reasonable request for your government to say, don't murder? Yeah. Okay. The governments are supposed to reward the good and punish the bad. And husbands are to love their, their wives as Christ loves the church. And there's a guy here on Twitter who has over 100,000 followers and he's, and he's followed by Gab. Like this is the Gab mindset. That's why this is important. Okay. Andrew Torba, who runs Gab, has bought into this male chauvinist and I hate those terms because I'm not a feminist. I'm against the idea. I think women should be, I don't, th and here's the thing. I think the trick is it's not that men should lead and men should lead as in leading a dance. Okay. Somebody has got to take the first step and then you flow. But if a guy has you and is pulling you and, and being mean, it's not a dance anymore. It's abuse. And, um, so he says today, when a wife advances into theological positions like Calvinism or pedo-baptism, children baptism or post-millennialism, the stuff that we're talking about in Revelation Red Pill, okay? Without the awareness or support of her husband, if you're reading that Bible and you're getting things from that Bible and your husband doesn't know about it and he's not supporting you, she puts herself in a precarious position. She pits her conscience and newfound biblical convictions. You don't want to have newfound biblical convictions and your conscience against your husband, against her husband's spiritual authority in the marriage. So says this guy. This is the guy. This is this is the it's mindset. Not what we're saying of the new conservative male push, okay, against feminism. This is where Stephen Crowder is getting this from. Is what I'm trying to yeah. tell you. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's why this is important. I think Stephen Crowder has joined what we call the Reformed Bros. They call yeah. themselves that, actually. The husband has to either follow his wife, which would be bad, even if she's right. That would be bad because that would be the husband following the wife in a new doctrine, which is not the ideal order for theological development in the home. So, if you get a word from God and you learn something from Scripture. That's not the way. The husband always should get it from God I'm, first. For our podcasters who are not seeing your face, I need you to preface as you're reading this because you're saying it as if you believe it. You are quoting this I am. stance. Okay. I am quoting a stance and this is what they but believe. You're saying it with real conviction. And this, like, because like this is how convicted. you speak when you're convicted about something. This is how... I thought I made that clear. I know, but I just Dale want to Partridge. really make it clear. He's got 100,000 followers on Twitter. He has, I, what I believe, a, an abusive theological position. And this so just is the for, theological position that Stephen Crowder has. This is, this is what they say. Okay, it's only three six paragraphs. This, I didn't know I needed to keep inter, in, interspersing. You sound convincing okay. to me. It, it, well, they are convincing. I know. That's why Stephen Crowder goes along with it. Okay, which is not the ideal order. I don't want to read it monotone. They, they're passionate about this, which is not the ideal order for theological development in a home or shepherd her back to the position he believes in sa is sound to maintain oneness in their marriage. So it doesn't matter if she's right. He needs to bring her back and shepherd, grab that hook, yank her back in, because even if she's right, it doesn't matter. I didn't get it first. We need to be one in their marriage. A better path is for ladies to present what they are learning 
and discuss their findings with their spiritual head, their husband, and work together in love and submission to arrive at a sound conclusion. And somebody says, when a wife's husband takes no spiritual leadership in his family and his wife gets into some of these things that you believe, okay, he believes he's a Calvinist. He believes that you can baptize babies and he believes a post-millennial view on Revelation. Is her precarious position sin? And what is the wife supposed to do? And he says, I talk about this in my most recent podcast. If her husband has failed as a spiritual head, I believe she should then submit to pastors and elders of her local church. There's nowhere in the New Testament that you find that. He has made up a theological he position. Has, yeah. And now he would say, there's no prophets left. You can't write... But now he is literally saying, this is what I believe. This is biblical because he is so into this. I'm telling you, the Gab guys, God love their souls. They're fighting against the woke mob. They're, and they're fighting against the LGBT. I am on their side. But they, I've had a friend, John Moody, I'll call him out. Okay. He was on Facebook saying that a man... More of an acquaintance, be, but yeah. Okay. Should be worthy, should should display himself worthy of his wife's respect. And these men kept coming back saying, no, no, no. If you say that a, a wife should respect or honor or submit to her husband only if he's loving and kind, then you are making the woman the judge of whether he's loving or kind. And then that throws out the whole Bible. And I posted some scriptures in defense of John Moody, and he took them down because I am a girl and I am a woman and women should not be posting or engaging with men. Now, I have been kind of in my own little world here on Twitter and you guys don't know much about it because I have no following on Twitter. But Because you deleted your other Twitter right, accounts. exactly. But why am I engaging with these people? Because there are people. They are the, the Christian nationals, right, who um, are taking on the woke left mob, okay? There's some, they would be considered that. Um, they're making the same post I am. Ali Bestucki is part of them, um, and they will post in her defense because as long as she doesn't say what she's saying in the four walls of a church on Sunday, then she can quote scripture and she can do anything. But the other guys will come around and say, no, she can't. Mm -hmm. No, you can't. Okay. And so it's very confusing. It's very abusive. And so the things that are coming out of Steven Crowder are because we are trying to fight the left with even our Christianity is with our minds and not with our hearts. It's not with the love of Christ. You know, the leather law kills, but the spirit of law gives life. This pastor has no love and Andrew Torba love him runs gab but he his posts have been so angry against women they hate the feminist movement so much that they start to hate all women that they start to and they start to think that women are less than human and that women don't receive messages from God which is totally not biblical and they and they twist the Bible to where we'll bring up Deborah Deborah was a judge called by God the people came to her God picked her and the people picked her and she judged their, um, their issues. And then she was a prophet and she, and God told her to tell, um, Barack to go up against, um, I'm not sure who they were fighting at the time. And, um, 
Barack said, no, I'm too scared to go without you. And she said, well, this battle's going to be given to the hand of a woman because you didn't want to fight. But the woman wasn't Deborah. It was JL who right. rammed the tent stake these men into will, the guy's temple. These men will say that women have to be so silent in church that they can't lead in worship. So I see all these posts of these men leading worship. Now, we could go into all the details of what they believe in, Leah. That would be a whole episode in and of itself that I know we don't have time right. to do we today. Don't. We don't. And I wish that we did. But it ties into Stephen because he is clearly evidenced in this footage that we just watched trying to exert, ex exude. Make his wife submit to him. Yeah. And be wifey. And be wifey. And, and like he has designed. So the Bible... Never said that the wife is supposed to go to the grocery store, but right. he has decided. And it was very strange. He's like, she's like, it's not grocery day. He goes, well, I need, I need steaks. Like it's, a, it's also a whole nother mindset. I see where Steven but is. But submitting is doing whatever your husband tells you to do. Uh, whatever he tells you to do. If I tell you to give the dogs medicine, you're going to give the dogs medicine. Even if it causes our children to miscarry, you got to do what I say. Okay. Why do they only have one car? Many people have speculated. It makes sense. To control. to control. So let's play a little bit more of Candace's video. Um, and then I'm going to talk about other people in the movement. Why? I'm not talking. I'm. We need to understand what the problems are in our movement with ourselves. Do some self-introspective repentance of ourselves. And here's the thing. There's, there's a part in the Bible where somebody goes into... Um, the temple and he's looking at this sinner. He's like, well, God, I'm so glad I'm not like him. And Jesus is like, you don't understand. His heart is darkened. So a lot of people are going to be looking at Stephen Crowder and saying, man, I'm so glad I'm not like him. No, in an instant, we can all be a Stephen Crowder. Oh, I would never be like that. Well, then you're not on the front lines fighting because Stephen has been on the front lines fighting these things. And I think that what happens is when you go into the enemy's territory mm -hmm. without the full armor of God. And exactly. there are all other videos where he's a little bit chunkier. He's I want to get more, into that at the end. Let's. I want to save all that well, for Well, I just meant he's my, way more humble. Yeah. He, there yeah. are other videos he was way more I'm gonna humble. I'm going to get into all that okay. at the end. Go ahead. And infuriating for me to watch. I cannot even comprehend how any man can speak to a woman like that. Uh, least of all when she is eight months pregnant. And sadly, that isn't the worst part of that correspondence. The journalist that dropped this video is Yashar Ali. He dropped this as well as a substack, a, a substack entry accompanying it. On the Substack article, he wrote, moments later, off camera, Stephen Crowder, by his own admission, would lose control and scream at his pregnant wife in a threatening tone, quote, I will f you up, end quote which led his wife to flee their home. He, she then sent a statement, which I want to be very clear, this sta statement I knew was going to come out. I didn't know any of this information. I had no idea there was a video or there was any evidence. I did know that their family was thinking about issuing a statement and Hillary Crowder did issue a statement. And I'm going to read you that statement in its entirety because it's important. I think it reveals a lot of the lies that Stephen has been telling publicly to his audiences. It reads, Hillary is currently living alone in Dallas apart from her family and support system in Michigan and is focused on taking care of her young children. She is not prepared at this time to speak about her divorce becoming public or the misleading statements made by Stephen about their relationship. The truth is that Hillary spent years hiding Stephen's mentally and emotionally abusive behavior from her friends and family while she attempted to save their marriage. She was the one who was asking to work on their relationship to keep the marriage intact for their unborn child. 
In June of 2021, Stephen left their home to pursue elective surgery. That's very important. I want you to remember that. I'm going to come back to that point. Hillary urged him to get the help he needed to address his abuse with the hope that their marriage could be saved and they could peacefully live together as a family. Instead, Stephen refused to do so and chose not to be with his wife during the birth of their twin children. After the birth, Stephen bought a townhouse and left their home permanently. Hillary was not aware that Stephen hired a divorce attorney and asked his assistant to cut Hillary off financially. There is significant documentation substantiating these facts. I want you to remember that portion as well, because that's another lie that Stephen has told publicly. We hope that Stephen will cease from speaking publicly about these personal matters in an untruthful manner. We also look forward to there being full transparency in the legal process so there is fairness and accountability for the actions that caused the divorce and to ensure the outcome is what is in the best interests of the young children. I would first like to go back to that portion where she says Stephen left their home to pursue elective surgery because I know exactly what surgery she's referring to because during my first backstage here at Daily Wire, we actually prayed for Stephen and this surgery. So before we, I show you a clip from us on backstage, here is Stephen describing that surgery and it certainly doesn't sound like it's elective. Take a listen. I, I explained to you a little bit what it is. You know, a lot of people say, why are you smoking? My heart is actually great, but my heart doesn't work great. And the reason my heart doesn't work great is long story short, because of a connective tissue disorder I have and uh, my chest is, is caving in on my heart. So I've got about, I, I, I'm at a little more than half of the blood flow that you guys have, ventricular output from my heart. So it's a mechanical fix. Um, and I don't know, maybe I'll feel like Lance Armstrong, you know, like I'm on EPO after this because I don't know what it's like to go through life with full blood flow. To me, I'm looking forward to it, not looking forward to the pain. Lance Armstrong, by the way, with, with, uh, with, with, with the three balls, not the, not the one. Um, so yeah, it's actually, it's overall a positive thing. And honestly, I've probably needed a little bit of rest. Uh, it comes in the form of having my chest cracked open. Obviously he had the surgery and then his lung collapsed. And here is us praying for him, praying that he actually gets better. Before we leave, I just have to, this one off the subject for a minute. Our pal, Steve Crowder, who makes the best ashtrays uh, in the country, <laughs> Truly. is in the hospital fighting for his life. Uh, and uh, he's really come close. He's come close to the, the, dark, uh, the dark edge of things. And I just want to say that uh, crazy as he is, we love him and uh, we're thinking about him. That, uh, you know, we hope he makes it back. You're, you're a better man than I am. Uh, <laughs> well, that's I, true. I was actually just looking forward to the show being over so that I could text him. <laughs> And say, you know, <laughs> hope you don't make it, pal. You know, actually, this is this is a real story. Last night, I had to go for a drive because I a long story, but I had to burn down gas to take my car into the shop. And so I was going to smoke a cigar, and you know, I was going to say my nightly prayers. And I thought, oh, you know, I should probably pray for Crowder, you know, because he's in this. And I thought, oh, well, you know, it's great. I'm going to light up one of the cigars that Crowder sent me. Yeah. And it rem Crowder, this guy who's a complete maniac, he sent me these beautiful cigars, and I was like, oh, pal, I'm going to send you some cigars right away from my humidor. Haven't sent him a single thing, you know, but that guy, he, you know, really a gener generous fellow. And I actually get enough credit. I actually did text him and say that we were praying for him at great risk to our souls. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, if, and, and if he dies, I personally will kill him. Right? <laughs> and yet, according to his wife, this was an elective surgery, a really a cosmetic surgery, because Stephen didn't like the way that his chest looked because he had a sunken chest. It was not something that was actually required to save his life. And yet we see that same pattern of behavior. Stephen garnering a ton like of affection and prayers from his followers, 
purporting to be the victim when in fact the facts don't line up with his narrative. The second portion that I'd like to point to is where it says Hillary was not aware that Stephen hired a divorce attorney. This stands in stark contrast to what he told his followers when he said how hard divorce was and how difficult and horrific it had been and how he really didn't want it and just, you know, Texas is a no-fault divorce state. What is the truth here? I don't know. Obviously, right now we have his wife's word versus Stephen's word. But given my personal experience with Stephen, I am very much inclined to believe his wife. Now, I'd like to get in some other portions of this article, which I think are really important. The writer has a bunch of audio files and text messages that were sent to him that he was able to review. He writes... In audio files and text messages that I reviewed, Steven Crowder admits to some of his faults, which include a volcanic temper repeatedly and at times regretfully. But according to sources that I spoke to who are familiar with their relationship, Crowder's admissions often came after a sustained period of mental and emotional abuse. And he didn't seem to be able to control his impulses. That, again, is something that I have seen personally. Very bizarre. But he would insert me into a divorce announcement and... A, purport that I somehow extorted him. It's very bizarre in the way that he attacked the Daily Wire. And there just seem to be a lot of signs that he is not able to control his emotions. And so the question that I will ask is how many people are going to allege abuse from Steven Crowder before we listen, before we stop saying he's one of us because he says things that he agrees with. We purport that we are the party of family values. How can you look at that video and defend him in any way? How can you look at that video and not roundly condemn this and say this is not something that actually represents the things that we believe? The writer goes on to say, like so many things in his life in recent years, Crowder's temper and paranoia led him to destroy his relationships with Sir Shapiro, Boring, and others at The Daily Wire when he posted a video on his channel suggesting that The Daily Wire, without naming the company, was attempting to align it. So you can watch the rest of that um, if you want to. Um now I want to play Steven's response video to this video being out. And that one's the one that I sent you. Michelle, you should have it. I don't know if it's up. It's a clip. But it's definitely on his. You only sent me a screenshot of it. Okay. You didn't actually send that well, clip of it. It's at the top of his Twitter, though. Yeah, it is. So let's just go there. Um, again, I want to say this before we, we play this. Guys... There's a reason why I stopped listening to Crowder. I stopped listening because to he was too crude, too crass, too vulgar. 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 His show yeah. is vulgar. And and the bottom line, his show is too vulgar for me. Mm -hmm. I cannot watch it. I can watch Alex Jones. I can watch a lot of shows. I cannot watch. You'll note that uh, Stephen Crowder is one of the biggest voices in conservative the conservative landscape right now. How often do we play a Steven Crowder clip on our show? Mm, very, don't. very, it's right. very, I could probably count them on a couple, like on two hands. Mm -hmm. Like we don't play them because we, they're vulgar. Mm -hmm. And to Leah's point of why we're having this conservative family meeting tonight, you can share this video out with people that you feel like should be a part of this discussion is because the reason why it seems at times that we're losing is because some of our greatest generals out front are using the devil to try to beat the devil. And Jesus is very clear that Satan can't cast out Satan. And I'm not saying that Stephen Crowder is Satan or that he's demon possessed or anything like that. That's not what I'm assuming here. But what I am saying is that the weapons that he's using mm -hmm. are full of the devil. And, yeah. and you can't, it doesn't work that way, right? We don't get to, to do that. Mm -hmm. 
especially to the degree um, which which he does. I commented on my ongoing divorce on Tuesday, requesting privacy in the best interest of the family, but also by court order agreed upon by all parties. Look, broken marriages are ugly, and in them people do ugly things. Myself, of course included, I would never claim otherwise. However, due to recent misleadingly edited leaks to the tabloid press without context and not subject to consequences of the court, well, if not privacy, the next best option is truth. So today, I have filed a motion to officially unseal all files as they relate to the matter of legal record finances, relevant medical records, including mental health history or evaluations, depositions, and any motions or sanctions from the courts of Texas. I will not be leaking private marital information to the press, but if the privacy agreements are not respected by all parties, I will address all that is a matter of irrefutable legal record in full context next week. He scares me. He I just scares me. Downright scares me. Go ahead. And, and he says, um, I commented on my ongoing divorce on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. I think that that's was what he yeah. just read out loud. So honestly, she doesn't have a social media to really, to, to you know, this is. And she doesn't have millions and millions of followers out there or, that are just going to believe Or dollars her. even. Okay. Why didn't he just hire somebody to clean that house while you're eight months pregnant? Okay. Because it's a matter of, it feels like a matter of control. All right, so now that you guys especially, and let me pull this back up with the screen share. I want you guys to see something about Steven. Let me see if I can just mute this while I play it. All right, look at Steven's arms like there. Like Superman. He has been showing videos of himself working out. When he got out of this surgery, which I thought was because he had a problem and we, you know, everybody's praying for Steven Crowder to come through this surgery. He had this super horrible heart thing. And he was and like, like, I need to get this done. If it does turn out to be true that it was elective and he didn't really need to get it to done for make health, just look to make like him look like his pecs and stuff. Honestly, I think it's Tom Fitton's biceps. He's jealous. Yeah. Um, because Tom Fitton has the, the awesome biceps and Steven didn't. And Steven was starting to look really unkempt overweight. and overweight. And I think that he decided to, to do something to change his image. Now, the reason why I wanted to, to Leah to save the comments on his humbleness, you know, and his humble appearance prior to this is that I don't, when, when he came out of that surgery, I, I, before I knew any of this, and I just mean, I straight up found it odd that he went straight from surgery to working out. His way of saying that he was going to get healthy, I mean, he went straight into like lifting like a mad fiend immediately, almost it seemed like. Like he had a recovery period and he posted about that. Um, but then he went straight into that kind of like, I'm going to, like it was the goal. And now I'm seeing that. I didn't see that up front. He was like the boy next door, a little chunky, a little rounded on the edge, full right. of the love of God, what I saw. And he, he and his wife saved themselves for marriage. They were Christians. He was very pro-life. And um, pride will go before the fall. And so what I've seen is this kind of progression in the show where, you know, the, um, what are the Prove Me Wrongs segments that he used to do? They're no, um, it's all it, awful. It used to be that he would talk with love, yeah. but now there's an edge of anger. Now, again, Pride I, I want to separate what I'm about to say from Steven because I have no proof of this and I don't know at all 
I literally no idea why he's shifted, but something has happened and he's not the same mm -hmm. and he has become mean and angry. And I mean, I have noticed it on his program so and I, I can't tune watch in. It. Yeah. Right. Not, this is not gossip. This is my own personal experience with, as a viewer of Steven Crowder. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I'm bowing out you and your fellas that sit there and comment on stuff. It's just not fun anymore. It's mean and it's hateful. So all of that aside, I do know this that power corrupts, money corrupts, fame corrupts, and all of that can have had an influence and probably did. That's, that's a no-brainer. But there are other aspects. When it comes to these reformed bros that Leah's talking about, if, if he did get involved in this, then maybe that would be an explanation. But I just want to talk about anybody that does get involved with those. You do see the abuse come up. You see the abuse come up in the uh, submission in the bedroom. These people actually often start looking at pornography. They get into all kinds of really dark things. And then they begin to hate women to the point of violence and they hide okay. their sins it is a and they hide their sins like they they want the wife to be submissive but they're looking at pornography and honestly if he thinks a lot of this stuff is part of his job then you're actually looking, looking at stuff that is even if you're not blatantly looking like i'm gonna go look at this stuff but the stuff that you're looking at is like well i have to watch this for my job but then you don't realize that what it's doing to your brain i would peg a porn addiction it, he has the sweaty porn look well, that's what Lee and I call well, it. Well, but, but he's, here's the thing. His his uh, show gives him away. Mm -hmm. He's constantly saying sexual terms that I don't even know. And he's constantly showcasing sexual things. Yeah. That are, to me, even if he's, like, They've saying that they're him, bad, it's like... And, and the rumors... I mean, you just saw that, that group of people talk about how wild he was. It was interesting. The Daily Wire offered him a contract even after that. Yeah. Very strange. So they're not really good. They up all people. know that Stephen is. A, they literally said like the edge of the dark side. Yeah. So there's something that's not right about about the new Stephen Crowder. Yeah, and that's old, all. And and I would say this. He was the number one. Um, he's he has more followers I think on YouTube than anybody else. He's the number one. He had, he's the number one guy that people went to for, for the longest time. Mm -hmm. uh, and don't you think the devil would want to take him down? Yeah. And so, to destroy it? Speaking of praying, I thought Candace was going to show a clip that of them praying. I know. She's like, that we just talked about that we prayed for They him. didn't. That was really That was kind not of a prayer. And that weird. was like very strange. That was like, I really Candace. want you to die. Yeah. It's really, and that just shows me that I don't like you people either. Exactly. So why aren't we winning? Because backstage, Candace is sitting They're with a bunch of dudes smoking, smoking cigars and saying crazy stuff. Yeah. Like, guys, be holy, be righteous, for I am holy. This is what Jesus says. Like, we are never going to beat the devil. Well, did you see? With the devil's tools, Candace with worldly people. Just dropping F-bombs? Yeah. Even if you're quoting somebody. So I'm going to switch gears here, and I'm not going to go to this whole video, because um, we do have to, our show can't be as long as I want it tonight. Um, but if you bring up the YouTube video, Lauren Southern nine months ago, you guys know she went on the blink. And she did not tell people what was going on behind the scenes with her. And all of our kind of the favorite people that we followed, she started out, um, I don't think you might, I think you might have to bring it up. Okay. She started out as kind of a very conservative Christian. She dated a Mennonite. She really wanted to get involved. Um, well, let me put it this way. She grew up listening with her dad to like Michael Savage. She had no money. She went to an Ezra Levant 
um, meeting one time and he saw something in her. She's beautiful. She's young. I can use her. And she's very well-spoken. Okay. So he emails her and says, hey, do you want to do a video against feminism for Rebel News? And she is fangirling saying, yes, I do. And so she starts making videos for Rebel News, not making any money off of them, by the way. He gives her like a hundred bucks a video with cheapskate, right? And she has to pay an editor to put them together for 120 bucks. She's still not making any money. She, uh, but she admits to being fangirly, fangirly, fangirly. Oh, and I want to warn everybody against that. Okay, don't do that. Don't go just following people. Okay, so she is 19 years old. She, um, before she's working for Rebel News, she gets asked to go down with Milo and do this uh, anti-feminist rally. And at one point, some view viewer says, hey, I'll put you up in a, an Airbnb and I'll pay your flight here if you want to come down and do this. She takes him up on it. Well, he's like, I'm going to sleep with you. And she's like, no, you're not. She's 19 years old. So then she goes to Milo and she tells, tells Milo, you know, hey, we're going to do this event. But this guy who paid for me to get here is telling me he wants to sleep with me and I don't want to do this. And he's like, well, come stay with us. So she gets in with Milo and is friends with friends with Milo. And then it's it spirals down from there. Now, some of you guys may be new to the scene. The things that we're talking about have been going on for six, seven, eight nine years, right? A lot of this stuff, Lee and I have been in this for seven years. This may not apply to a lot of you. You may not even know who Milo Yiannopoulos is. You may not know who Lauren Southern is. These were the big names, the heavy hitters that came out in 2016. and blazed the trail for everything even that we're seeing right now. Right, exactly. So Milo, you've seen with Kanye West right now, you've seen him come in and out um, he's spiraled out of control and it turns out that he blackmails people. Okay. He stole a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars. He used to be on Alex Jones all the time. Uh, from people because he wanted to have a white privilege scholarship for young men and he took the money, pocketed the money. And then the woman who was in charge of divvying out the funds, he blackmailed her and said it was her fault. So, uh, Lauren Southern, you guys can go watch this whole video and don't take her word for it because it's he said, she said, but I have listened to this video that she put out nine months ago. I just listened to it today and I was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. This is why we're losing because all these people, they're getting, and, and Ali Alexander said this. He was the guy behind Stop the Steal. There would be no January 6th without Ali Alexander. Okay, he he Milo tried to throw him under the bus recently because he was sexting young men in the conservative movement for naked pictures. And then then Ali's having to come out and say, yes, I'm bisexual. Yes, I'm dealing with sexual sin. And yes, I did do those things. And but 90 percent of the conservative people were drinking and partying and hooking up during January 6th. And all that time, and this whole movement is about people who are, and Lauren Southern, she was drinking and partying and hooking up, okay? She's got one story that she tells about Paul Joseph Watson, who takes her on a date and then wants to sleep with her, and she says no, and then he throws her under the bus. This is insanity. So let me, let me just present to you why Resistance Chicks is the best show out there. 
Because we are the people that when we get invited to go places and go and speak, we pray about it. And then we don't go alone. We go together. And our lives are centered around our farm. You're, we're not going around sleeping around with anybody. We keep our doors locked. We like don't let people come over. We don't party. Our we, we don't, don't party. We don't drink. We are getting on our faces before God every single day to save this nation. And these are the type of leaders that you need. And I'm not saying Leah and I. I mean, that is the type of leader that I you need. I want more people like me. I need. I thought they were like this way. I thought they were slightly a little bit better. A li- but here's the thing. I think what we're learning is that when you see on video that they're a little worldly. They're a lot worldly. It's That's the nice version. Okay? And so I would say for you guys, for Leah and I, you know, yes, we have some faults. And I tell you our faults. We're sisters. We own a business together. We own a home together. We do a podcast together. We homestead together. And sometimes there's a little friction that happens in that. And these are the types of things where Leah's like, if those videos got out with us arguing, and my mom has threatened, like, I will put this out for the Resistance Chicks viewers, and then they won't watch you anymore. Okay? But at the end of the day, she would then have to show the video, and if these exist on Steven Crowder, I will actually respect him for this. Okay? We... Get we will spend hours praying in the spirit, singing and, and, and combating the devil. This is straight up an attack from the devil. And we will say, I know if one of us is really in the wrong, I know that's not you. That's an attack from the devil, and I'm gonna get that off of your back right now in the name of Jesus. That is how we have to be, right? Yeah. And and those are the type of and people. And my heart goes out. Listen. If somebody's tired, if somebody's having a hard time, you love them. You take care of them. I can't imagine that conversation ever happening to to where you just need to be my wifely duty. And that's the difference. Honestly, if he had just been kind of yelling at her, because something went wrong. But the words that came out, that's, I think, the difference between us and Michelle was going live with the bees, and somebody left the doors open. The dog got out, chased the chicken. And Michelle's like, like, I'm live. I'm like, who left this open? I'm like, I'm live. Oh, you left the door open. Why would you do that? That's okay. I love you. Yeah, it's all fine. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, what am I? Oh, that's right. The Lauren Southern thing. We're getting ready to play. You got timestamps for this? Yeah, like about 106. So you can go all the way back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a commercial right at the 106. Here we go. Ali Dawa got beat up and dragged out of the event. Okay, so here she's explaining Tommy Robinson. What happened to Tommy Robinson? Well, guys, he's not a Christian. He would often he be found. They, I should back up just. He would often be found um, drunk drinking they had to help him it's public with kaylin and george half of it is private and secretive they're always in some drama but um eventually i get invited to speak at day for freedom in the uk this was right after i got banned oh there's a lot that happened between there but that's for a whole nother video on its own and i want to get into this story because it once again I really want to talk about all the people that were burned throughout this process. So and all he, the- she goes on to say that Tommy brought in, invited on Facebook, put on Facebook his arch enemy, okay? To an event, to an event, to this day of freedom. People that were burned over money. Okay. 
<laughs> but Lucy was one of the main point persons for organizing Day for Freedom. You guys remember Lucy? Maybe you do or don't. So here, you guys remember this ad? We played it on our show. Okay. Okay. Ali Dawa shows up for his scheduled speaking time. I think Count Dankula even- Back up just a little bit, sorry. Where was I? Speaking. Yes, Ali Dawa will be speaking. He's our surprise idiot of the day guest. But as soon as Tommy posted that Facebook video, he got incensed reactions from his audience. A lot of football lads, a lot of people that felt Tommy was betraying his criticisms of Islam, betraying his ideals by inviting this guy. And within less than an hour, Tommy deleted this Facebook video. Just pretended he never uploaded it, gone, right? Uh, deleted all of the posts he made about Ali Dawa coming, got rid of them all. The event comes the next day. Ali Dawa shows up for his scheduled speaking time. I think Count Dankula even posted a photo of the speaker's list where it showed Ali Dawa's speaking slot. Oh They've actually got Ali Dawa. It's happening, it's happening. This is fantastic. Tommy's, it's hard to talk about because obviously this is, I believe there are so many legitimate concerns about Islam. I think there are so many people in the UK that are conservative, that truly you know, deserve a voice. But there were some, some bad actors there that uh, were Tommy supporters that when Ali Dawa and Mohammed Hajib, I think, was his friend, when they showed up to give their speech, they got beat up. They got beat up and dragged out of the Day for Freedom event. Did Lucy tell you to come? Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What's struggling? Hey, hey, hey. What is struggling? The weather? Yes, the weather. What is struggling? I can't say. This is Lucy, and she's got the floor. Get up, get up, get up. I was invited today. No, 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 Meanwhile, all of us make fun of Antifa for needing to resort to violence. That event resulted in right-wingers beating up Muslims for wanting to speak freely. Everyone becomes a hypocrite, hey? But, uh... That actually wasn't the... That, that was a terrible, terrible part of that event. Horrible part of that event. But that actually wasn't one of the worst things that, that happened. After Ali Dawa got beat up and dragged out of the event, um, a lot of people publicly wanted an explanation. Why did Ali Dawa show up, Tommy? Why did he think he was going to get this, this free area to speak, his horrendous ideas in front of a crowd? And Tommy publicly said, you're on the menu. Clearly said, Ali Dawa was not invited to speak. Free posts saying he's categorically not invited to speak. Sorry, now, sorry. those posts were removed from my Facebook. I didn't remove them. An admin removed them. Why? I don't know. But they were removed. Just completely lied. Completely lied. I don't even dislike Tommy. I just dislike the fact that he did this stuff. And this is where I absolutely have to call out Tommy Robinson for posting completely fake news to his Facebook profile. In a video Tommy Robinson posted the other day, it says in the beginning, Muhammad Hijab assaults police. The description of the video says, Muslim MMA fighter turns up to provoke trouble at the Day of Freedom and his film crew live stream him hitting a police officer. Hashtag own goal. That is completely disingenuous. He came out and publicly said, I would never invite Ali Dawa. Never in a million years. I would never invite that moron to come speak at my event. You're lying, Lucy. You're lying, Lucy. Lucy stop. What do you mean Everything I'm lying? You said, lying? you said to me to delete the tweet because you wanted to introduce him. Go on, off you go, you fucking coward. In fact, not only did I not invite him, he was secretly invited behind my back by Lucy Brown, who is this horrible left-wing Antifa spy that is trying to destroy our movement. Oh, where have we heard this story before, am I right? Um, and he pinned all the blame for this on Lucy. Said she did it behind his back, was secretly working against him. Oh. It makes you question how long, how long herself or others have been conspiring or working together. We'll soon see anyway, won't we? But, um, yeah, every, I should have took the warnings. Everyone tried to warn me. 
everyone warned me. And what came of this was just horrendous. Lucy randomly just started seeing all of these tweets all over her timeline, all over Facebook, saying she was a disgusting whore, a snake, that she had betrayed the movement, how dare she, and, and just started panicking. I've talked to her about this a thousand times, but it wasn't until three days later that she found out that Tommy had also fired her from her job. She'd given up everything. She was quite a successful photographer. She had really good opportunities. She was a young, beautiful girl with a whole future ahead of her, and she had thrown it all away to work for Tommy because she believed in what he was doing, just to be fired out of nowhere so that Tommy could keep up public appearances. That, of course, I didn't invite Ali Dawa. Lucy was a secret snake that did all of this. And he obviously, to back that up, he couldn't just keep her employed. That would look crazy. People would be like, why are you still employing this woman who's a snake who went behind your back? So he fired her. He fired her to keep up the public appearance of this lie he told. That video of him saying he invited Ali Dawa exists, it's out there, but no one bothered to look for it. They just completely believed, once again, what their idol at the front of the movement, it's Tommy Robinson, how could he do any wrong? They just believed him and took a stand against Lucy. Um, Lucy's life was destroyed. There's no other way of putting it. Absolutely destroyed. She had to go on to government assistance. She had a massive mental health collapse after all of the stuff that she sacrificed her life for, everyone turned against her. Um, she had to move back in with her parents, got extremely ill, going to counseling, uh, almost killed herself. She, she did nothing wrong. She did nothing wrong. Um, and she kept trying to tell the truth and just say, no, like we should have let him speak. That was the plan from the beginning and no one believed her. They all took a stand against her. <laughs> there are absolutely no rewards for people who stick to their values in this industry. That is one instance, one. There's one more I think I wanted to play with Faith Goldie. Movement was so coded in selfishness, narcissism, cult of personality, and none of it was about helping people. It was about how will latching onto this person's struggle potentially boost my career? How will latching onto these, the deaths of these people boost my career? I'm not talking about the people who watch these videos. I'm not talking about the people covered in these videos. I'm talking just a little bit or whatever this this was entirely just her not so wanting she to go. wants to go to south africa and do a video faith goldie wanted to do a video too and they were supposed to do it together and um faith goldie did not tell lauren that she was going to go to south africa and do like you know the white the farmers being killed and lauren uh planned hers and, and invited faith to come be part of it and faith um basically said you stole my scoop and i don't want to be part of it with you oh for clout reasons and, and actually this is a um this is screenshots between faith goldie's camera guy and lauren when she he's explaining to him um i invited you guys to come you guys were all supposed to come and faith pulled out and he apologized to her for calling out calling her out and all over social media lauren was um basically said you stole this story from faith you stole the story from Faith. Um, in the end here, she talks about um, the cocaine rants uh, with um, uh, Paul Joseph Watson. Um, and because he won't, uh, she wouldn't sleep with him. The pregnancy and visa issues were so rude. Again, was Paul, who right when I made my video, decided to tweet out, Right-wing YouTuber suddenly returns, claiming to be nuanced centrist, which I never said, having disappeared at the exact point where everyone else was Sorry, fucked beep. over and banned for the last 18 months, having thrown them under the bus by funding the very people responsible for all that. Inauthentic.
And this was just one of many tweets he sent about me that day, saying I was a grifter, I was inauthentic, I was an evil Antifa spy, all of this stuff. The only real accusation I could discern from Paul's cocaine-fueled rants about me on Twitter was that I had retired at the exact moment when Infowars and all these other people were being banned. And she to that, I would say I had to, um, she married an Australian and because she had gone around the world and been such a divisive person, Australia wouldn't let her in unless she gave up politics. So she marries an Australian. She wants to go live in Australia with her husband and his family. And um, they won't let her in until she signs a piece of paper that says, I won't talk about politics. That's why she left and she had to be yeah, coded about it. she got a job at Sky News talking about politics. The visa changed. Okay. I deeply apologize that my pregnancy and visa issues were so rude as to not pay attention to the news cycle. But the funny thing about this is the exact thing that Paul is attacking me for here, the exact issue that he is bemoaning me for, is exactly what Paul did at the time. In fact, Alex Jones reached out to Kaylin right when InfoWars was being banned off everything and said this, Paul has gotten real tense about promoting InfoWars or anything now that this ban has happened, and he's not being really responsive. So it's all this timidness and other stuff, Alex complained in a voice note. Everyone else I work with is starting to get really nebulous. So to Paul, for this accusation, I say, physician, heal thyself. You have almost completely cut yourself off from InfoWars to protect yourself, and you have the audacity to accuse me of doing just that. But worse than all that is why Paul is attacking me. Because of course, of course, when we're dealing with these figures from the dissident right, it can't just be that he has this true faith and needs to find the frauds in the movement to expose them to the right. No, there has to be a personal factor to it. Well, imagine my shock. Imagine my shock. Imagine my shock. Well, imagine my shock. I don't like to talk about these things publicly. I don't think it is good manners in any regard, but my father always told me, Lauren, don't start a fight, but finish one. <sighs> so the last time I saw Paul Joseph Watson, we went on a date. Perhaps my worst crime in politics. Uh, he took me to a restaurant in Battersea. It was horrendous dinner conversation, if I'm being honest, but uh, we went back to his flat, chatted for a few hours, had cigars, and he wanted to sleep with me, like a good conservative influencer, right? And I'm no saint. I'm not a perfect person, and I'm not gonna pretend to be. At that time, I had absolutely decided I was looking for something serious. I wanted a family. I didn't want just a one-night stand. So I told Paul that. I said, you know what? No, I'm sorry. I'm looking for something serious. And he walked me to his door, questioned me a few times on it, asked me to stay, and I said, no. Goodbye. I'm leaving. And ever since that day I rejected him, I have received nothing but insanity from the man, from crazy text messages at four in the morning, cocaine-fueled rants that go on for hours, sending me Kanye lyrics, asking me to go on dates with him in Europe. It has genuinely been insane. And of course, spreading gossip that I'm an Antifa spy, a slut, a whore, all of these things, because what better name to call a girl who won't sleep with you than a whore, right? But just, I have never, ever okay. seen Okay, so then there's more that she talks about with more blackmail with um, Milo against Colin and George, and all of this is, these oh, yeah. were our, yeah, we're done. These are our heroes. These are our, the big people who are at the head of the movement. And guys, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know if it's to this degree, but even within the Reawaken tour, there's a lot of bad mamma jamma going on. Okay. There are people who pressure people to have sex with them. We know this personally. Okay. Greg Locke left his wife. Okay, the same way Stephen Crowder, Greg Locke is Stephen Crowder. He abused his wife. He mentally abused her. He, um, he, she, there's text messages that I saw 
online where um, he's mad at her for gaining weight because he spent $10,000 on gastric bypass and she's wasting it. Okay, Greg Locke is not a good person. There's other people that are but not then good he, people. Th that, to me, the abuse is that's awful. But to me, it's like just from a Christian's perspective, it's cut and dry that he got he he hooked up with the uh, secretary, the church secretary. Sec yeah, and they ministered to and brought into the church while he was still married her to best his friend. wife, and got with her before his divorce was final. And and in addition to all of that, he says I divorced my wife because she had mental problems. Well, that's not a biblical reason for divorce, is it? Right. Okay, so, and again, his wife has had to kind of uh, do her story. So there's all these issues in this conservative movement. And, and why did I bring it to you guys tonight? And I actually, um, I actually kind of want to end with um, a, couple, a couple clips from Tucker. Because I think that he has been, from what I've seen, on the straight and narrow. I don't see him, and we could be wrong, doing this kind of stuff. Honestly, I've seen a transformation in Tucker over the years where as he's the more closer. he gets put to, to the fire, the closer he gets to God and the more bold he's getting. Now, if you guys didn't get a chance to watch our first half, mm -hmm. the title of this of tonight's show is really and truly a combination. And I'm hoping that I forgot to mention to the Brighteon producers to make sure that that clip gets put to the right file so I can actually do a combo show tonight. Um, but it's it's designed to be put together. So our, mm -hmm. our Brighteon segment is where we really kind of talked about Tucker and played some clips from yeah. there. Yeah. So I don't want yeah. you guys to be like, wait, you didn't play any of the Tucker stuff. Well, we will, and you you have to go back and watch it so um, once let's, we combine so, it. So I want to wash our brain with some of the things that Tucker has said recently. This one, truth is contagious, and I want you to hear this. He's been saying a lot of really bold things. That Christian are things. Just, yes. The truth is contagious. Lying is, but the truth is as well. And the second you decide to tell the truth about something, you are filled with this, I don't want to get supernatural on you, but you are filled with this power from somewhere else. Try it. Tell the truth about something. You feel it every day. The more you tell the truth, the stronger you become. That's completely real. It's measurable in the way that you feel. And of course, the opposite is also true. The more you lie, the weaker and more terrified you become. We all know that feeling. You lie about something and all of a sudden you're a prisoner of that lie. You are diminished by it. You are weak and afraid. Drug and alcohol use is the same way. It makes you weak and afraid. But you look around and you see these people and some of them really have paid a heavy price for telling the truth. And they are cast out of their groups, whatever those groups are, but they do it anyway. The truth is so contagious. That is the difference. Mm -hmm. If you start to lie, it will eat you alive. And that's why we're losing because, and what he said there, whether he, and I feel like he believes it. If you don't have anything nice to say, and if you don't have the truth to say, don't say anything yeah. because a lie is going to eat you up. And it's going to, it's his, the lies are what have destroyed this movement. You know, a lot of times we are the deception. Our viewers, you guys will come to us and you'll say, well, if you just did this and if you just did this, and a lot of those suggestions include the click baity clips, Mm -hmm. The very short segments that are easy to share that go viral, uh -huh. staying on top of the latest news. If you were just to do all that, then you could be big. But that's not us. That's not who we are. That's not our... Here's the, here, here's the difference. Our goal is not to get lots of views. Mm -mm. Our goal is not to get lots of clicks. 
Our goal is to transform our nation for the for the kingdom of God. And so we were having this conversation and I said, I want our viewers to come away with something that you and your prayer closet, we were fighting a spiritual battle. They weren't fighting a spiritual battle right. in sp spiritual weapons. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the, to the pulling down, down of strongholds. strongholds. We don't battle with flesh and blood, come but on. rulers and principalities and high places. And if and you knew, wait a minute, and you were on a rant, I'm sorry, but if you knew that you were fighting demons, okay? You will not go in talking lewd, crude jokes. You will not be uh, abusing You'll your wife. Your You'll not be looking at pornography because I can guarantee you, if you face the devil and you face real demons, they will, they will call it out. out and they will take you down every single time. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm sorry. No, that's great. Now, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say holiness and righteousness. Mm. Guys, this is a spiritual thing that we're fighting. And... um. My videos, maybe they only get a few hundred views when, when they're censored on Rumble. Or maybe they get a few hundred thousand views because we've had both. Okay? We know what it's like oh, to no. have a couple hundred views and a couple hundred thousand views. 100%. And even like our Dr. Artist video, I know it's been seen by millions. Okay? But, but here's the thing. It's not how many people see your video. Mm -mm -mm -mm. It's how, how, how many rulers and principalities are pulled down and how by many, your force and your prayers the effectual fervent prayer, prayer of, of a righteous, what righteous man you mean somebody who sleeps around in parties no effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man what does what avails much it's going to be powerful so guys when you think to yourself i don't have a big social media i don't have this i don't have that i don't have the voice of stephen crowder mm. stephen crowder's done he is will be no effect he is of no effect against the power of the enemy not anymore Okay, Tilly turns and he repents. And you know what? He's got to go back to the bottom. Mm -hmm. And you're above him right now. Come on. If you love God and you're praying, then you are now above rank. He's got to go back to private. Okay, Lauren Southern has realized she had to go back to private. Mm -hmm. Okay, Alex Jones is going all over the place because he is fighting in the flesh and with the spirit. You see him cursing on one hand and fighting with the spirit and that's why he's getting beat up out of the same mouth flow blessings and cursings these, these things, things shall not be. be patriot gallery says no swear words satan has you it is witchcraft um sherry says i gladly listen to one two three hour videos all the time quality so it's not a matter of just the so i, mean, I got one more comment i gotta okay, read here great, from great. wicked psych thank you for your uh donation there it says love faith and hope. Don't be mad at me, but I remember when some people believed the negative hype about Southern at the time. Here's the deal. We did too. And I think a lot of the negative hype about Southern was true. Um, I did believe the sleeping around part. I now- She did. She admits to it. But no, sleeping her way to the top. Oh, I didn't think that she slept her way to any top. She, her voice was enough. Yes, She exactly. got to the top because she was smart and witty, but she admits- she was partying, she was drinking, and she's like, when Paul was going to sleep with her, she doesn't say, I'm saving myself for marriage. Right. She, she just says, says, I, I want was, to get I'm married. I'm bad. I yeah. know I sleep around, but I'm not going to do it with you right now. I want something serious. So yes, she portrayed herself as a Christian, mm -hmm. and she rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. Because she was having sex, she was drinking, she was partying, she's sinning, doing it's all these sin. things, smoking cigars. She And she goes, she is, in that video, You meant she mentions things like Paul Joseph Watson's cocaine. 
Like he's addicted to cocaine, and she mentions other people doing cocaine with him. Like, like it's just like these little drops that she's so, not so going full out. Conservative family meeting, and Leah's going to finish the show, and I got to go get a dog. But conservative family meeting for me tonight. The takeaway that I want you guys to get is this is not a gossip thing. This is a sometimes you got to sit down and say the things that are happening behind closed doors, and because Leah and I are on the other side of it. We feel like we have not just a right, but a responsibility to let you guys you know, know what's going on. You need to know. This is why We're you losing. guys are out there fighting so hard. You are you are sacrificing your life, your fortune, your sacred honor. You are wanting to win. And you are praying. And you are on your knees praying. And you are supporting these people. You've, you've sent them so much money. and so You've much shared their videos. You've supported them. And, and listen, here's, I'm not here's saying what that I want to say. Have. God will reward what you did. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have. I, you know, but it, you should have a right because you did support these people to know, to not just to know, but to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. We need other people, okay? And I'm going to do a, a a a selfish plug. Corey Gray, Serge DeRosa, Jason Heidinger, the men that we've been having on our program, Joy and Matt Thayer, okay, of Sparrow Pictures, Scott Kesterson, Scott Kesterson. Mike Lindell, Mike Adams, mm. Alan Keyes, John Diamond, Donica Hudson, um, Jamie, uh, and Robert. Jamie and Robert Agee. I have goosebumps on my face. I do too. Okay. What they just did, Leo and Nancy, what they did, the 1607 Project, Recovenanting. You guys go and watch that. Patriot Gallery. It's a Patriot fire. Gallery. She spent like all night breaking up that entire event and sharing the videos so that you guys could watch them. Glenn Beck, David Barton. Okay, there are people that you can support and you know because you can feel it feel and you it. feel the when fruit. When the anointing hits you, right? you can be angry and have God bring vengeance I'll be straight up honest. We played those that clip from Candace Owens. I do not feel the power of God and the anointing like from her. that girl. No, I don't like her okay, at all. Okay, I believe she told truth there. But there's a reason why we don't play a lot of Candace Owens clips either. Not because anymore. Because we try to reserve well, the clips from the people that are exuding the power of God. Also, William Federer, our, our Sunday shows, a lot of that stuff comes from him. Not the not the world news, but the Sunday um, Brighteon shows. You know, all these people that you mentioned, none of them are getting wealthy on this. And they're not get they're not doing it to, to for the clicks or for the notoriety. And you know what's really cool about the covenant? Glenn Beck didn't sign on until like a week or two beforehand. So the people that committed to show up and speak and speak, I'm going to call out some more people: Greg Harvey, Greenbeard, uh, Jeff Brain, Clout Hub. Um, there are like I could keep going, but they are the people that are doing this because they love God and they want to see our nation transformed. For goodness. Wicked Psych says, please note, wicked is regional dialect for sometimes. For very. For like very for psyched. Very, psyched, very I'm sometimes. wicked psyched, man. Oh, I get, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I you get said it. that. I'm wicked psyched. We grew up with that phrase. It's wicked. We it's could like, just say it's psyched. Like bad. We, bad could just say, we could just say psyched, psyched. If you want us to from now on when you read the it's comments. It's like I'm bad to the bone. I'm, yeah. Bad. We come from the 90s where it's like, that's just wicked. I get it. I totally get it. Um, so here's the deal, guys. I've got to step out and I got to go get this dog. And Leah's going to continue the show. Stick with me because I'm going to do. A, I'm going to show a couple more Tucker clips, and you're going to see the ratings go down, down, down. <laughs> oh, that's good. People didn't. So oh, yeah. Read this comment from um, again. 
not big names yet, but Sir Thriving Mama and her parents, John and Stacy Barnes. Like there are real people in this movement that are fighting for righteousness. They are in their Bible. They are in the word. They are excited about what God's doing. Yeah. I don't know if it's a sermon or what, but the people I go back to over and over for information are incredibly righteous and anointed people. Sometimes I play someone who is more well-known and I get the ick. That, that's what I'm saying. So there's a shift happening. Yes. And, and tw- what I said was in 2020, the word the Lord gave me is it's it's the time for the Christians. Yeah. That the the Milo. You sound like a, a, a an Aslan thing. It's time of the Christians. Yeah. Like the Aslans and the Alex Joneses and Alex Jones is kind of like in the middle there for me. Um, and all these other people, they kind of kind of woke a lot of people up. But then they when the enemy started to come. They, they, they don't have it. Mm-hmm. And that's why their videos aren't poignant or powerful anymore right. because the enemy is, is the devil. Okay. And the devil, the eye of Sauron went to the conservatives and now the conservatives are being uh, picked off one by one. You know, we did an event um, with the Remdesivir people. We had Dr. Jancy Lindsay there um, and uh, Stella Manuel. Stella Manuel. So all these people, they're trying, they're recognizing something that we're in a spiritual battle. And this is only going to be solved by us getting on our faces, asking for wisdom, asking for love. And so Michelle and I, we, we come to you guys and we're sorry if there's ever, ever any time when you're watching our show or you see us do something in our flesh. Because we know that anything that's done in our flesh is just going to go to the wayside. It's always it only when someone. we're disagreeing. Well, no, there could be, I could see something wrong. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I could play something. I cried over Milo being... Um, uh, censored. That was a long time ago. I know, You've but I'm embarrassed. My discernment wasn't strong. Uh, Dr. Fauci. I hate. We supported him the, for the first week. Oh dear, did we? We did. Oh Lord. We did. I know. Deborah Burks, we supported her during the first week too. I think there might've even been two weeks. I repent. There might've been two weeks where we came out. And why did we support them? You don't have because to be perfect. Trump, you have to be repentant. Because Trump was like, and so we're like, oh, if Trump's, you know, like you should take. Tucker has gotten so much wrong. Oh yeah. yeah, Here's, yeah, yeah. It, it's not about being perfect. It's about not lying. You've never lied to you. We can all be misled. I have never lied to you and I never want to get anything from you. Mm. So it's been difficult for Michelle and I to do ads or anything because That's we don't really want hard, you to think, yeah. but there are things that we thankfully we got has brought us products that we can get behind or else we wouldn't be able to we do this. We appreciate your donations, you know, um, that you randomly send and you can send them. And I, we, we tell you that we're going to use them for the kingdom, for the kingdom, you know, and the kingdom might mean that we need a new car or something. And <laughs> and that's true, but it's, it's not like, you know, we're taking trips to Fiji or something, right? It's not that we're buying $5,000 handbags. Okay. We go to Goodwill. Yeah. But you don't have to be poor for the kingdom. That's not the point. I think this came from Kohl's. Well, this I know this came from Goodwill because I picked it out because it was nice. Yeah. I was like, I'm well, getting that for you for your birthday. The, my shirt under here was from Kohl's for two bucks. It's a discount, super discount. So we tried to be very... There's no $5,000 handbags. No, why would you do a $5,000? That's such a waste of money. such a waste. You know, we I could do $5,000. It'd be going toward a barn, mm-hmm. some sort of God's Little Acre project. Oh, yeah. Or an event that yeah. we're doing. Yep. Okay, I'm out of here. Leah, don't forget to read comments and stuff. Okay, I'll try. There's D-Live too. Don't forget the D-Live. All right, so we're going to go over some of these Tucker things uh, for the rest of the show because we promised. I'm screen sharing to here. Bye, I hope- y'all. Bye, y'all, she says. I really, truly do love my sister, just FYI. 
And I think that that might be the difference. I don't think Crowder really loves his wife. All right, so I want you guys to see this. This is what happened with um, Tucker Carlson's ratings. Boom, look at that. Monday, it went down, and then it went down even farther. So I'm so glad about that. BlackRock increases position for Fox uh, Corporation. Uh, Fintel reports that BlackRock has filed um, a form to to get um, 15% of Fox News. What do you guys think of that? BlackRock owning it. Um, I want to bring this from Tom Renz real quick. We're going to do some Tucker things, but I want to go over some of these other things I've got up. This is from Tom. Good thing we've made this so public. Now we know it's in the pigs, the mRNA. They're putting it in plants and it's coming in the cows. Thank you for confirming the truth, Mark Zuckerberg. Breaking news. The lobbyists for the cattlemen and the pork associations in several states have confirmed they will be using mRNA vaccines in pigs and cows this month. We must support Missouri Bill. This is when Tom was at our event uh, with Coach Dave. He was telling us that he's trying to get HB 1169 so that anything that has mRNA will be labeled. And the Speaker of the House of Missouri is holding that up. Um, in Montana, the House of Representatives was overrun by left-wing protesters after the censure of a transgender Democrat, Zoe Zephyr, for telling Republican colleagues they have blood on their hands for passing anti-child mutilation bills. Um, I'm going to skip that one. Here is Carlson just a couple weeks ago. That was in the media. Like that is a big part of the revelation that's changed my life is the media are part of the control apparatus. Like there's no, yeah, I know, I know. Cause you're younger and smarter and you're like, yeah. Yeah. But what if you're me and you spent your whole life in that world and to look around and all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow. Not only are they part of the problem, but I spent most of my life being part of the problem defending the Iraq war. Like I actually did that. Can you imagine if you did that? Well, what do you think? What is one of your biggest regrets in your career? Oh, defending the Iraq war. That is it? Well, I've had a million regrets, not being more skeptical, calling people names when I should have listened to what they were saying. Look, when you when someone makes a claim, there's only one question that's important at the very beginning, which is, is the claim true or not? Mm. So I say, you know, you committed murder or you rigged the last election before you attack me as a crazy person for saying that maybe you should explain whether you did it or not you right. know what i mean yeah and for too long i participated in the culture where i was like anyone who thinks outside these pre-prescribed lanes is crazy is a conspiracy theorist and i just really regret that i'm ashamed that i did that and and partly it was age partly it was the world that i grew up in so when you when you look at me and you're like yeah of course they're part of the means of control i'm like that's obvious to you because you're 28, but I just didn't see it at all, at all. And I'm ashamed of that. Isn't that what the media tries to do, though? It, it's their only purpose. Right. They're not here to inform you. Really? Even on the big things that really matter, like the economy and war and COVID and like things that really matter that will affect you. No, their job is not to inform you. They are working for the small group of people who actually run the world. They're their servant. So that was just a couple weeks ago. Do you guys think that had something to do with it? We played uh, Schumer on our last segment. Let's see. I want to bring in. Um, I think we played that one. I know Michelle's coming back. He's going to get you out. So this was his last. It's a segment. delivery man called Tyler Morrell, and ever he didn't even know conscious of the segment, opportunity to use our job to get pizza, free food. We thought we'd like guy. to taste your pizza. 
Tyler Burrell joins us in studio. He will deliver literally anywhere. Tyler, it is so great to meet you in person. A couple Coco's pies. So we at these are from Coco's, established 1978. Everybody loves Coco's pizza. That's right. Where's Coco's base? Aston, Pennsylvania, and Delaware County. Delaware County. As you can likely tell, pineapple and sausage. Sausage. That's sausage and pineapple. That's crazy. So funny. So. Um, let's see. I want to bring to you, we played Brittany Grinner on our last episode. Okay, a little bit of Megyn Kelly here. I have a lot of thoughts about it. I want to, I think, break some news for you. Tucker Carlson hasn't actually been fired. <laughs> He's still an employee of the Fox News Channel. What happened was Suzanne Scott called him, she's the CEO, on Monday morning and said um, he was not going to be allowed to do any more shows and that he had been kicked out of his company email. And now they're going to have to negotiate an exit. Um, some reporting to me uh, suggests that she said it's going to be an amicable parting, right? Isn't it? <laughs> um, completely catching Tucker off guard, but Tucker's not fired. That's my information, that he still needs to negotiate the exit and that right the now it's not Brian's fault. I mean, here's Brian, FYI, here, here he is uh, in a moment where he is kind of acknowledging what happened. I'll just play the 14 seconds, it's SOT 21. Hi everybody and welcome to Fox News Tonight. I am Brian Kilmeade. As you probably have heard, Fox News and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. I wish Tucker the best. I'm great friends with Tucker and always will be. But right now it's time for Fox News Tonight, so let's get started. Uh, Kilmeade's a sweet guy and he's a company man. He's, he, I'm sure he wasn't thrilled to be asked to do that show on that particular day, but he did it. He's a, he's a loyal employee. And Fox News is banking on its audience not leaving it, on its audience being more in love with the Fox News brand than they were with Tucker. No. Uh, and we'll see. No. We'll see whether or no. not that's true. No, I'm going to tell you guys. Sorry, not to you. Not your fault. Hang on. Um, Fox News uh, APM viewership cut in half to 1.7 on Tuesday. And I think it's gonna go even down from there, you guys. I really, truly do. All right, uh, we played this clip. This was Glenn Beck thinking that, you know, they didn't really like him saying God so much. And um, he was kind of cut for saying God too much. And then here is Tucker coming out, I think either Tuesday or Wednesday and his studio. And here, he, he lets us know he's not gone. Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country, kind and decent people, people who really care about what's true, and a bunch of hilarious people also, a lot of those. It's gotta be the majority of the population, even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we had them. Trust me, as someone who's participated. And yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? It's been a long time. Debates like that are not permitted in American media. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them.
and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. Our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Hardly anyone's life is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue, and so it won't. The people in charge know this. That's why they're hysterical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force. But it won't work. When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Mm. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon. Look at this. 22.4 million views. 22.4. That is more than he ever had during the week. Um, I think it would be good to wind up the show because I'm sorry. He just knocked over a plate. We're okay, though. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I think that's how we want to end the show today. Um, as long as you can hear the truth and hear the words, there's hope. You know, there are many more stories I wanted to do, but a lot of those were kind of calling out things. And I think we've done enough calling out for today. Um, we'll probably bring in a little bit more next time and put a couple stories to the side uh, for you guys for another show, another time. But uh, let's just um, let's end this in prayer and ask the Holy Spirit to come and raise up good leaders who are led by the Holy Spirit, who will make um, good choices and to help lift up and raise other people. You know, I see a lot of people saying things like, um, you need to submit, you need to do this, you need to do that. No, it's just a plate. Everything's okay. It only broke. No, we're good. Um, but you can let him out. I think, well, nope, I think we might have to shut the door. Make sure Michelle shuts the chicken door. Um, but I think that it's, this is the time for Christians to, to do what we're, we're best at. And it's to lead by example, by putting ourselves under, by waking up every day and saying, God, flow through me, use me. And I guarantee you that if we do that, he will. And I also can tell you that there's a lot of people in this movement that aren't doing that. And so while we can put, share their videos and say, you know, they're saying the right thing here, that's good. To make effectual change in the spiritual realm, we can, and we will, and we are. It's going to take us recognizing what the principles of God are, how do we call upon them, how do we activate them. Okay? You guys have more power in your pinky finger than somebody with a million views on TikTok or YouTube or Facebook. Okay? I thought I was all alone. And then the Milos came out and the Lauren Southerns came out and all these, and the Paul Joseph Watsons came out and the Watsons. And I realized we weren't alone. But guys, it's just like with Donald Trump. They need us and he needs us. He needs us in our prayer closets. He needs us in our homes. He needs us to show him 
How do we do this in the spiritual realm? How do we pray through things? How do we love through things? And I hope that Tucker leaves Fox News and Fox News burns to the ground figuratively, but I don't think Facebook would mind if I said that. <laughs> okay. Um, the new media is the Holy Spirit led media. Words of wisdom, words of knowledge, where we can be 10 steps ahead of the enemy in the power of God. So let's do so. Let's just pray. God, I thank you so much for everybody who's watching. I pray that they um, share this video and that people who have been in this movement will be encouraged by this video to recognize if you can see how things went wrong, then maybe we can figure out how we can make it right and fix it. So we plead the blood of Jesus over our hearts and our minds. We pray that we not become jaded and we would not judge lest we be judged, but we would learn we would learn from a, a Crowder. We would learn from a Milo. We would learn from from the, a Tommy that lying, guys, it's never going to be good. And it's not going to help. We got to speak the truth and we have to speak it in love, even if it means that people turn our, their backs on us, even if it means we don't get the views, whatever it means. I pray for Tommy. And I pray that he gets radically saved and filled with your Holy Spirit. I pray for Stephen Crowder and his wife, and I pray, Father God, that you convict him of his sin, that you convict him, and if there's anything that you can do, Father God, in that marriage, I just plead the blood of Jesus. I pray they both get revelations from you, and you heal them up, and you heal that marriage, and their kids have a mom and a dad who love each other because repentance is a real thing. I pray that Stephen go, undergoes a radical change and then his wife gets radically changed by you and they both get healed. And they both come into the presence of God and I come against this uh, radical ideology that just is not the love of God and not the will of God when it, and it's saying things like the wife must submit because submission to you, God, you don't demand it. You seek a willing vessel who loves you and honors you because you love us. And women should love and honor their husbands. And husbands, I just pray, would love and honor their wives. And that we would all, our hearts would be moved when people are in pain, when they're hurting, when they're in fear. And when we lift one another up and we would plead the blood of Jesus over each other. And if we see our brother or sister fall, that we would pray for them and we would lift them up and we would grab them by their hand and say, I know you're having a hard time and I'm going to walk this path with you. We're going to walk this out. And I pray for people who will stand up against bullies, stand up against abuse and pray that they will turn and repent. And sometimes the Bible says to deliver somebody over to, the, to Satan for the destruction of their flesh because they're hurting people. And I pray, Father God, that you deliver a lot of people over to the Satan for the destruction of their flesh in this conservative movement and you destroy their flesh. So their spirits may be alive, so that they can go to heaven, they can worship you. I pray for people like Ben Shapiro who do not know Jesus and will not be going to heaven until they acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord. And they seek you. And I pray for all these people that think that you can make money and millions off of, off of you know, people scraping together two or three dollars to send to the Daily Wire. I pray they convict them of taking millions of dollars, convict Candace Owens of taking a big paycheck off of conservatives who are who are who, who are maybe waitressing. That's not right either. Yes, we can help fund each other. Yes, we should encourage people. But we shouldn't be living a high life off of, off of single moms. That's wrong. And I pray that you convict all these people who think that this is a business. It's not a business. It's a ministry. I pray that you convict them all. Holy Spirit, I pray you convict their mouths so they speak holy words, righteous words, words full of love. I pray that when they're around people that they are giving and not taking. I pray that selfishness would be put, put aside. That we would all recognize what you said, Jesus. The greatest amongst you must be the servant of all. And I pray, Father God, that you raise up an army of servants. 
servants who, who look around them and say, what do you do best at? I want to encourage you in that. I want to lift you up. I want to, I want to help you do what God has called you to do. I pray that you raise up true apostles and prophets and evangelists and preachers and teachers who are led by, by nothing else than by your love and your Holy Spirit. You will know them by their love. What if I can speak in all tongues of angels? What if I can have all dreams and visions and miracles and I have not love? I become a sounding brass and tinkling cymbal. The greatest, most powerful force in the universe is love. Looking in a child's eyes, that innocence, and knowing that you wouldn't want anything to come against them. You wouldn't want anything to hurt them. And you would do everything you could to protect them. Father, there are children who are being broken, who are being abused, who are being brainwashed in schools. And we just bind and gag Satan in these schools right now. We curse the, 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 the satanic onslaught on these children's minds. Lord God, there's a whole generation that are going to need to be totally, completely delivered. But you know what? I read that you did this in towns like Corinth, in towns like Ephesus, where they worshiped gods, where they were in sin, where there was homosexuality, where there was debauchery of every single thing. And the real true gospel got in there and people's lives were radically changed. That's the gospel. I pray the message of the kingdom spreads. We bind and gag Satan from the end times false theology that says things have to get worse and worse before you come back. And I pray, Father God, that when people put their heads on the pillow, they can't wait to get up because they can't wait to see what you're going to do through them and who you're going to bless through them. I thank you, God, that you're not done with America. You're not done with South Africa. You're not done with Brazil. You're not done with any of these nations. There's going to be a revival in the Middle East like you've never seen. Women are going to throw off their niqab and their hijabs. And men are going to love their wives. And those who have been wicked and evil will either be locked up or transformed by the, the love of God. I pray for a transformation and a revival of love, patience, kindness, goodness, and boldness to call out evil where it's at. And to bring justice where it's needed. I pray for marriages that are made in heaven. Where husbands love their wives. And wives love their husbands. And they love their kids. And they speak life over their kids. And they give them, them names that are, give, that are heavenly names. That mean something from heaven. And they begin to speak life over their children. I thank God for my mom to give me a name. My sister a name that means something. I pray that every child will know they are, they're here for a purpose and every person who has been brainwashed by the public school or the world to think that they are, they have to work to, uh, two jobs just to make ends meet. I just pray that you set them free. I pray that you, you just spread your love and we thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen. So guys, I thank you for being here. It was a tough show, but it was a needed show tonight. And thank you that we were here and um, you guys can send us your letters. We have been sent some letters that I don't believe people want us to read on air, more personal letters. Um, and we did read them and we pray over them. Uh, our PO box is 107 Milford, Ohio, 45, uh, Milford, Ohio, 45150. So send us your letters. And, and if you want us to, we'll try to read them on air. Uh, send us your emails. We try to read all of them. 
Um, if we can, we'll read some on air. We've gotten some really great comments on the Revelation Red Pill. It's the best thing um, we've ever done because I've seen the fruit come out of it, and it makes me so joyful. The, bo the, the fellows from the Kingdom Roundtable are sending me messages from you guys, and it just overwhelms my heart with so much joy. Go back and watch the 1607 project, that the 1607 landing. Go to Rumble, um, our Rumble channel, and watch it. And it's just absolutely amazing. Um, I um, somebody watched our show on the tithe and everything with Corey says I feel I am feeling the Holy Spirit all through this video on Kingdom Roundtable. Wow, it's taking me time to work through the working, but it's so powerful. I want to have a party with Jesus and y'all on my campground and tithe all the things I grow. I can't wait to be growing more. I'm going to graft some of my apple seeds. I, I grew. Who knew I could actually grow my own species of trees? I only have three that I think will grow to produce, but super neat. I love you, and I love y'all's energy in this video. Have a great morning. And yes, guys, I know the sayonara is Japanese. So thank you for that. Remember, uh, food, shelter, barterability, and wealth preservation. So get what you can to, to um, grow your own food, to prep. Uh, like I say, get some wheat berries, get a grain mill. Um, get you get, get what you can to, to preserve water and with wealth preservation um, do check out um, ITM trading and contact them because um, they are going to help walk you through if you don't um, oh I'm just going to pull this up here is what I'm going to do if you um, if you've got an IRA if you've got a four is it 401k or is it 410k I always get them mixed up I, you know, I don't have one. If you have a retirement account, if you've got savings, ITM trading can help you um, go through all of that. It's a free consultation. Just tell them, you don't even need to tell them resistance chicks. You can just go to learn.itmtrading.com slash chicks or 1-866-950-777-637. And um, they're just happy to walk you through buying gold and silver. And everybody should have some saved up. Very excited about Old School Survival Boot Camp coming up. So if you guys are still looking to attend that, you can use uh, promo code RCHICKS15 and save $15 off. We're, we're teaching four classes there. Oh, it looks like it's eight. Yeah, it's $15 off, I think. Yeah, three-day pass there. So we want to see you guys there. Um, and remember, Nick, Nick, uh, Vicky Natale's OBE, uh, Organic Body Essentials, um, these things are amazing. They last forever. They look little and then they last for ever months and months and months and months. And they're all made all naturally with super organic essential oils that are really expensive. That's why it's expensive. And, um, if you have arthritis or parents or friends or husbands or wives with arthritis, try the CBD oil, um, and see if that helps because Michelle, um, I don't really have any pain. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, but it's really been helping, um, my sister and my uncle Jack has been using a, another kind of CBD, um, topical with cayenne. That's really been helping him. So anyways, we love you guys. God loves you. We're going to see you, um, Sunday for our, our world news sh show, um, around one and hopefully we'll be back on rumble. Don't forget to meet with us on our Kingdom round table. And then, just in a week and a half, we're going to be in Hocking Hills and teaching you guys all kinds of cool stuff and learning. So I'm very excited. I'm going to play this ending and we see you later. I think I said everything. I was called, I 
Every day, so afraid But you got my name